Welcome back, everyone. It is episode 126 of Thirst and Goal. I am Frane. Across the table for me is Ben in his Steelers gear. We are a show about NFL football fun, friends, whiskey, and beer reviews. Subscribe and you'll get everything you need to know about the NFL and become a whiskey and beer expert like us. Subscribe at our website, thirstandgoal.buzzsprout.com. Ben, yes, ignore is... all the other football and whiskey review podcasts in the universe. Friday. I think we're the best, right? I agree. We're rated five stars. Uh, of course. I mean, if we had a sixth star, I'm sure we would be we would be rated six exactly. stars, but five stars, I'm happy with that too. Hey, Friday, how was your week this week? Man, Ben, it flew by. I mean, Monday through Friday, it really felt like I had a two-day week. I'm not sure what exactly it was this week and why it felt like it flew by, but it was an easy week. It was easy breezy, actually, Ben. And what about you? Easy breezy cover girl. <laughs> huh. uh, actually, it was a pretty good week this week. I'm not going to complain about this week. It actually went pretty smooth. A mm-hmm. uh, couple hiccups along the way, but all in all, uh, a better week than most, right. which means next week will probably pretty interesting. Which pretty will interesting, probably ben. be tough. It's usually a, oh, it was another tough one. Yeah. It's been a lot <laughs> of tough weeks on the hamster wheel. I think it's because <laughs> we haven't me, been on vacation. We haven't been on vacation for a very long time. I think it's about that time, and I don't know if it's going to happen. Yeah. Well, it's definitely going to happen for me. It just, <laughs> just depends on where it is. Friday, what are you drinking over there? Uh, Well, Ben, I'm continuing to drink. I feel like I'm nursing this, like you were nursing that gin before you got this one. It's the Noble Oak, Double Oak Bourbon with a little bit of club soda. Canada Dry, by the way, you know it's it's not that hey, you gotta go with the, the name brand, not the Kirkland signature. <laughs> the Kirkland <laughs> signature. I got a little bit. Wait, of, do they have tonic in? Uh, I'm, I'm sure they probably do. Ooh, I'm, sure, well, I'm, I'm sure they have probably like a, a thirty should eight buy it pack there. or something. You I'm, know. Gonna, I'm gonna buy it there. That you way you can fully stock. It's not. It's not just like a six pack. It, it's it's you know when it's Costco, it's like probably six gallons worth of of this stuff. And that'll give me know. enough to finish this bottle of gin. <laughs> what about you, Ben? What are you drinking? I am continuing to drink. At Franny picked this up for me last week. It's the Raffles Gin, a product of the beautiful, beautiful province, country, province of Scotland. Uh, it's actually a really fresh, nice, clean, bright I believe it's summer country. gin. It's country. It's really, really nice. It's a country that's part of the United Kingdom. Yeah, they had that civil war with the Irish. Yeah, they yeah, had the they civil had war the, with the Irish. We talked about that. And England. Yeah, many people forget that war. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, but it's it, a little-known war it, it, in history. I think history. it was uh, 1629. Yeah. Uh, I think it was sometime around there where uh, where Ireland and Scotland uh, you know, got in a little scuffle. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I think that's what it was called, actually, the uh, Irish-Scottish um, scuffle. <laughs> the scuffle of 16, whatever. 1629. 1629. I remember that day. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I won't even try my accent, but when I go to Isle this year, if you don't come with me, no, my, I'll be marching around. My whiskey's better than yours. No, no, no. <laughs> Seamus. Definitely. How dare you? Definitely not. Yeah, no. Yeah, it's, it's, scotch is better. Yeah, than scotch Irish is better. whiskey for sure. But this Raffles Gin is really nice. I can't recommend it enough, especially because it's pretty reasonable in price, but it's also nice and clean and bright and has just the right amount of botanicals for the summertime. I'm going to trust you on that, Ben, because I don't drink too much gin, so I'm going to trust Someday. Uh well I'm I'm happy with the Browns I'm happy with uh, with the bourbons. You and didn't the like rise the Islay scotches at first. Now you I like do, them. You'll but start browns, drinking before you know it. We'll both be drinking gin and tonics. I might actually. I might. I mean, it, you know, it's it's something that's become really popular uh, these last few years. Yeah, actually, it's more popular than I ever imagined. I've been drinking it 
probably for you know, trendsetter. 30 plus years. Trendsetter. Started bang. with the Tangare, moved on to the Bombay, uh, Sapphire back in the day, Tangare 10. I mean, there's a lot of really good sort of main Just like at work. Out there. Just like you were the trendsetter at work. You got an electric car. All of a sudden, everybody has an electric car. Yeah, exactly. Stop. I need to charge my car. <laughs> So please move please. your leaf out of the way. Yes. Yeah. Get the get the squirrels or whatever it is that's running that Nissan Leaf and let me get my Tesla in there. Friday, what are we gonna talk about tonight? Uh tonight, Ben, on the big board. We have our NFL news as usual. We also have a shout out to our new and loyal listeners out there. We have our feel good story. Is it is it an Eagles feel good story? It is not. This then week. I don't even want to listen. It's to an it. NBA related feel <laughs> oh, good NBA, story. Oh, NBA, all right. Well, we're in the middle of the, the playoffs. playoffs? The, yeah. the Knicks are about to get crushed. <laughs> huh. Uh, you were so high on the Knicks, Ben. Before, the, before the games actually started. Yeah, now yeah. you're trying to jump back on that Lakers bandwagon. Sorry. Uh, of course. No, of I'm, I'm going to kick you off of that bandwagon a la 300. You know, like that. <laughs> this what, what was that? Uh, I can't remember the name I of it. I can't yeah, remember. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you know what I'm talking about. Exactly. You, can't, you, can't, you can't get back on. Once you jump off, Ben, you're not coming back on I'll go on back that. to the Flash Gordon <laughs> battle in the... In the clouds where that you know, where you would push them off and it would be, you know, essentially you're falling out of the clouds. Flash. Ah! Flash. Or, yeah, what a great movie for, that time. Was a for the time. For the time. Was, yeah, they were running like on treadmills or something like that. Little those little flying things. The <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that. <laughs> well, hey, you know, <laughs> it was eight. It was a pro form. It, it was, was a it was a <laughs> nautilus. You know, you need to get around and get exercise at the same time. That's how they stayed in shape back in the days of Flash Gordon. Whenever exactly. that, whether that was the future or the past, I have no I, idea. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. yeah, you couldn't really tell. <laughs> I have no idea. And we also have our stat of the week, which we completely forgot about last week. We finished the podcast in about two hours. And, uh, you know, once we finished up and we started listening to it, we're like, wait, we forgot something. That's why the podcast finished in just about two hours, because we didn't talk about the stat of the week. But we'll have that coming to you this week. And we also have our shot of the night in honor of Memorial Day. It is Memorial Day weekend. Finally been a three-day weekend. We haven't had one of these in a while. And uh, I am just ready to relax. Yeah, I agree. You know, I, I hate when Sundays roll around because you're just thinking about Monday, going back to work. But now you have the extra day off. Exactly. And you don't have to do this. <laughs> Which is how I feel every Monday morning. And we also have our beverage of the week, which is an Isla single malt scotch. It is a blended scotch. It is the Scarbus, and I cannot wait to try that. I, I, we love the the peatiness, the smokiness of all of the Isla scotches, so I can't wait to try that. We also have our beer of the week, which is another sour. It is from Artifacts Brewing Company, and it is their Kettle soured. It says Cara Cara Orange, and uh, is there checked out? Is that is that the name of the beer? The checked out Kettle Sour. I'm not I even guess sure so, exactly. Yeah. But I mean the the can is. I mean it's a beautiful design on this thing. Oh, for I sure. I mean this really caught and my eye. And it's a local shelf. beer from San Clemente, California. And there's more Bro. and more sours on the shelf. Yeah, and we are definitely trendsetters. More and more people are drinking it because of us. And we also have our housekeeping to finish up the show. All right, Friday, what's first up on the big board? First up on the big board, Ben, is our NFL news. All right, Friday, the gift that keeps on giving. We're still talking about Aaron Rodgers. I am going to keep this on the agenda until he stops partying and playing the bongos in Hawaii. Mm -hmm. He was out there. On Hawaii, you know, in Hawaii, I yeah, think with, he was uh, uh, singing a song. He playing. was with that one actor, um, something Teller. Uh, not, couldn't tell not, you. Not Penn. Oh, not Penn. <laughs> yeah. No, oh, Gillette, the other I one? I think it's, uh, I can't remember his first name, but it's something Teller. Um, but uh, yeah, it looks like they were uh, gallivanting uh, in Hawaii. And that 
that guy's wife, that tells yeah. I mean, he's, she's she's yeah. uh, she's a very 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 she's a very attractive lady. You know, Aaron Rodgers. That's what he does. He no, no, only the, hangs the, out the with friends, the cool yeah, the, of the cool uh, man. Well, he's yeah, and I, I hear that that dude that he was with got into some sort of a fight. Like uh, he got punched in the face. Oh, so like yeah. a Dallas Goddard situation? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't see Aaron Rodgers getting in a lot of bar fights. Uh, I think yeah, he's too no, smart no. for that. I, I think so. Yeah. I'll give him that credit. Yeah, he's too smart for that. But we got a little Aaron Rodgers news this week. Packers beat writer Pert, Bert, or sorry, Peter Bukowski of SB Nation took to Twitter recently to discuss potential trade packages for Rodgers, and he kept coming back to the Vegas Raiders as a landing spot. That made sense for A-Rod. In the unlikely unlikely event, Green Bay decides to trade him. Of course, Beth Missler Elmore of Heavy Reports. Burkowski floated the idea that both Marcus Mariota and Derek Carr coming over in a trade for Rodgers as Green Bay would very likely want a signal caller in the deal. And he also mentioned one of the best tight ends in the NFL, Darren Waller, as a potential trade ship for the Raiders. Uh, the idea that Carr and Waller running this Matt LeFleur offense with Devontae Adams and Aaron Jones behind that offensive line, I know Carr isn't Rodgers, but that's the best supporting cast for a quarterback in the league, Burkowski tweeted, adding that the Packers would also have to get some high draft picks if they ship Rodgers off to Vegas. It's three firsts and two blue-chip young players, or you're getting laughed off the phone. And then the negotiation starts. As we mentioned, Rodgers was partying down in Hawaii, appeared on a sports center. I can't remember who it was uh was what's his name's last oh, yeah, show yeah. or his God, last sports I center. His, I forgot. And uh, it, I mean ESPN is like really taking a dump. Yeah, and that's it. Essentially when yeah. they, they lost Kenny Mayne, they lost whoever this I can't remember who this gentleman's name is who you know, he did his last sports center. I haven't watched yeah. Sports Center in as long I as don't I can watch remember. It anymore, yeah. Uh but you know it's it's they have really, the bald guy now left. Yeah, yeah Alex Van Pelt. No, 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 oh, he's uh, still there, right? The, the bald guy with the glasses. Uh, Tarico? No. no, 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 no. See, I don't even know. Yeah, I, I, I forget I don't his even name. Watch but it's, I, I don't, I don't really watch it at all. Nobody does anymore. That's why people listen to this podcast. Yeah, exactly. Listen to this podcast, not ESPN. Uh, but Rogers, you know, I'm not going to fire you anytime soon. Exactly. Man. He stepped. You might up. fire me, but I'm not firing <laughs> Definitely you. Definitely not. Uh, he stepped. You know, he stepped up. He was on vacation, and he actually, you know, made an appearance on this uh, on the last. Sports Center with the guy's name who we cannot remember. Uh, Rogers said I think it was Maine. I think it was was Maine. it Kenny Maine? I, I think it was Kenny Maine. Oh, was it Kenny Maine? I've always yeah. liked Kenny Maine. Yeah. Uh, well, with, all the guys that, that everybody liked, they got rid of all those guys. Yeah, yeah of that's course. that's why ESPN is in the shit right now. That's why Stephen A. Smith is the highest paid personality at ESPN, even though he has not a single idea what he's talking about. He has a great vocabulary. His, he has a great vocabulary. Yeah. Yeah. He, I guess he does. He just doesn't use his vocabulary for good. He <laughs> only uses his vocabulary for well, nonsensical he, evil. He, well, he shows off. I mean, he, he knows a lot lot of words he knows a lot of words yeah taking on Kwame Brown that was a really tough opponent this week hmm. uh Rogers said with my situation look it's never been about the draft pick picking Jordan Rogers told Kenny Mayne there you go Kenny Mayne yep, I love Jordan he's a great kid we've had a lot of fun working together love the coaching staff love my teammates love the fan base in Green Bay of course an incredible 16 years here we go it's just kind of about the philosophy and maybe forgetting that it is about the people that make things go. It's about character. It's about culture. It's about doing things the right way. That's what Roger said about the Packers organization. Friday. What say you? 
about Rogers airing a little bit of dirty laundry there. Yeah, I think it was Miles Teller. I think that's the guy that oh, he Miles was Teller, with. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think Miles Teller. I'm not even sure. I don't even. Yeah, know. but I don't I mean, know my actors is, or my Sports is, Center personalities. Apparently. Yeah, I know. I know uh, the B-rated actors. <laughs> he's, yeah. a, he's a B-rated actor exactly. who has a very attractive wife. Um, but uh, you know, I mean, it's 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 the story that keeps on giving. Ben, we were on Russell Wilson for the longest time. He's quieted down, and now you know Rodgers is making all the noise. I'm not sure if that trade would make sense for Green Bay to bring over. Um, uh, Derek Carr and Marcus Mariota. I'm not sure who the backup then would be. I don't think you need both of those guys. Yeah, I just think I, you need I, Carr I, and a couple of first round picks. Exactly. And, 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 who, and Waller. Yeah. It's I, I, it just doesn't make any sense. I mean, you bring let's say that does happen, and you bring Derek Carr over to Green Bay. Green Bay is not going to find the same sort of success. Derek Carr's a uh, underrated quarterback. Look, he's 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 rated where he should be. <laughs> he's, he's rated pretty high, actually. If, I would if you say look he's at rated, the numbers. What would you say? Where would you rate? Derek Carr. Probably fifth or sixth. Oh, my God. Yeah. I was thinking, like, maybe 14th. I'd put him, like, fifth or sixth in the league. I don't know about that. I would. I mean, think I about mean, I mean, you got you got Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady. Uh, ben Roethlisberger, I still say, is a better quarterback. Uh, probably. But, I mean, after after yeah. Tom Brady and ben, and uh, and Patrick Mahomes, it, it, it falls off and, pretty steeply after Aaron Rodgers at number three. And probably. then Aaron Rodgers. And then... Uh, and Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson. And then, and then what do you got? Uh, well, you got uh, exactly. You, well, you got Carson but, but, Wentz. You got no, Carson Daniel Wentz's. Jones. You got Matt Ryan. You got oh, Matt Jared, Ryan is better. Jared Matt Ryan Goff. is better. Matt Ryan is a better quarterback. No, 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 no. You got Jared Goff. Matthew you got Stafford. Matt Matthew Stafford is a better quarterback. No, also, yeah, no, I, I would no, say he's a better quarterback. No. Yeah, Derek Carr. He just has not had the tools around him, the coaching staff, and the playbook to. Make oh, come his on. He has one of the go. greatest coaches ever. He has one of the, great, he has one of the greatest PR men ever <laughs> as his head coach. Come on, when Chuck he's, is your coach. He's very good at doing PR for himself and getting a lot of money from ESPN and now from the Raiders. Uh, but I don't give, give him a lot of stock as a head coach. But I can't see Waller coming over. I can't see Gruden trading away a number of first-round draft picks and letting Darren Waller go because then he's just – then Rodgers is right back at square one where he – you know, essentially he's got Nelson Aguilar – and I can't remember the other the other receiver they've got in in Vegas, but they've got two decent receivers. I'm sure Aaron Rodgers could turn those guys into studs. But it's the same. But, it's the same exact situation. Yeah, I, I, he's not going to find any sort. Of, I mean, if he does move over to the Raiders, the Raiders are, are not going to find any sort of success. Green Bay is not going to find any sort of success with uh, with Derek Carr well, or Derek Marcus Carr Mariota and or, or, or and Mar- Mar- Adams. Marcus Mariota. I don't. I don't. You know, I, I just doesn't work out for either team. It doesn't. It doesn't do anything for either team when you make a trade. You want to make sure that it benefits both teams, but in this case, it doesn't benefit either team. You stick with the guys that you have on the field currently, and uh, so that, that's just that's just idiotic to me. What about what do you, what think, do you think about his comments? What do you think about his comments? It's about doing things the right way. It's not. It's uh. It's. I mean, they have. It's to just do kind it. of about philosophy and making making and maybe forgetting that it's about the people that make things go. I mean, how many talking about an impersonal relationship many, between the front office and the players? Yeah. Not a lot of human interaction. But not how many a lot NFC, of human connection? How many NFC championships have they been to? A bunch. Yeah, exactly. How many? How many? He's up. He's up there with the Andy Reeds of the world <laughs> exactly. in terms of the number of championship games. Yeah, and one Super Bowl. And one Super Bowl. <laughs> exactly. Just like Andy, well, Andy Reid. Yeah, Andy Reid's got the one. But he would be in a much more difficult situation with the Raiders in that division with you know the Chargers who are coming up. I mean, you got Kansas City sitting there still. I mean, they're going to be the, the the cream of the crop in that division. And they're even for better this year years, than they were last year. For years to come, you're going to have to battle with that team. And and, and uh, who else is over there? Uh, they got the Raiders. They got the Chargers. They got Kansas City. And then Broncos. The, the Broncos and the Broncos, there's another destination for Aaron Rodgers if he wants to go there too. Get a mile high city. Yeah, so I mean, it's like, uh, what are you going to do? You're going to flounder over there. Maybe you make the playoffs, but you're not going to go to the championship game. 
I mean, the AFC right now is stacked. You know, you're much better off in the NFC. I agree. Where your number one opponent is the Bucks. The Bucks. And, and a lot of nothing after that. Yeah. Well, there's there's the Saints without there's the quarterback. There. I mean, you got you know you got Seattle. You don't you don't know what to expect uh, from from San Francisco. You don't know what to expect from the Rams either. Um, uh, <laughs> Arizona. Uh, no, but definitely, I would if I'm Aaron Rodgers, I would stop complaining and uh, count my blessings that I am in Green Bay because year after year after year, they're winning 10, 11, 12 games. They have, they're still in a, a, a in a division that they can win almost every single season, and uh, I'm not sure exactly what he's complaining about. I yeah, mean, well, I mean, I would complain too if I made $30-plus million a year and I had three months off to spend in Hawaii. I mean, that how could you possibly expect anyone to live that kind of life? Yeah. I mean, it's it's, it's worse than working in an Amazon little, warehouse. Apparently. He looks a little flabby, though. I mean, like, yeah. you know, from the pictures that I saw, he looks a little flabby. I mean, you know, he has a little bit of a six-pack coming through, but he's got some love handles there. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, you know, I, I'm not, do the quarterbacks work out in this league? I mean, you got... Well, Tom Brady does. You got he's Mr. he's Man, always stretching you, his muscles out. You got Mr. Man Boobs over there going to, to New England. I mean, yeah. you, you see these guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Roethlisberger is not a big fan of the weight room. How do they launch the ball that far down the field with Natural no ability. muscle? Matt Stafford. Matt Stafford's in good shape. Matt Ryan's in good shape. Matt Ryan. I don't, I've, I've not seen pictures of Matt Ryan with his shirt off. He appears yeah. to be in Derek Carr's in good shape. Derek, Derek Carr seems like he's in good shape. Yeah, Jared Goff shape. looks like he's Dak about to get drafted by He looks Dak like he's Prescott about to get drafted like by the he might NBA. be in pretty good shape. Yeah. But, I mean, it's, yeah. it, it sounds like this is more of a personality dispute than an actual personnel dispute. Yeah. And when it gets to that point, I think you really have to – it's well, probably it's like, the point of no return. They might as well deal him. It's like being in a. I mean, I wouldn't in a but, terrible situation at work. You know, like you, you know, you uh, you work with certain people that you maybe don't like. I mean, you can't hire all the people. I mean, like you maybe and, don't like. And sometimes you don't like your boss. Exactly. I mean, you don't you don't like your boss, but whatever. You, I mean, you go out there, you perform the best you can, and they they put a decent team around him every year. Every year. So I, I'm and not a exactly, better defense now, mm-hmm, yeah. and a running game now, exactly. and Devontae Adams now, yep. and a tight end now. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, but if it's a personality dispute and he doesn't like the way the team is run, it might be, you know, if you can get three first rounders in a. Yeah, because in a, going to Las a, Vegas is going to be way better dealing with uh, Gruden. Yeah. I mean, playing Kansas City twice a year, piece of cake. If. You know, I mean, and playing uh, the Raiders or you're playing. Uh, a mile high? Uh, Denver twice a year and playing an up, up uh, surging Chargers uh, twice a year as yeah. well. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, playing in LA is not so bad because you're going to have most of your fans around you, anyways. Yeah, that's especially, true. Especially the Raiders. That's true. But the Chargers. Yeah, it's the, about 80-20. Yeah. 80% Raiders. In Vegas. Yeah, it's like, so you get two home games. Well, and it is Vegas, so it's 80% drunk, 20% sober at a exactly. Vegas, any given Sunday yeah. in Vegas. And those 20% sober, are they don't know what the fuck they're doing because it, you're in Vegas. You should be drunk, too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. They have, like, the recovering alcoholic section <laughs> and then uh, all the rest of the fans. They should probably, like, cordon off the stadium in Vegas. Exactly. Uh, but Friday, you were ready to move on. Yeah, but any, anything else to add, though, Ben, about, no, nah. I mean, you know, you, you, you keep on bringing Aaron Rodgers well, up. Well, I mean, else? I just think he's being, I, mean, you, I think you, he's being childish. You, I think he's being petty, yeah. childish, Because you, you haven't been a big fan of Aaron Rodgers. I've never, but, and this is exactly why I've never been a big fan of Aaron Rodgers. It, he's airing all this dirty laundry out in the open. He, you know, he makes a comment before the, before the playoffs. He makes a comment after the playoffs. He's like constantly, you know, making these veiled insults. Uh, to people that he probably should just be talking to, and he thinks he's clever, he thinks he's smart, he thinks he's smarter than everybody in the room, and he probably is, given the people he's dealing with, given the people he talks to on on the television. He's obviously smarter than ninety percent of those people. Mm-hmm. But I just feel like he he he, you know, he's failed in the clutch in those championship games, and that's on him. Mm-hmm. If he doesn't like the way the team is run, you know, he's constantly every, year in and year out they're competitive. Year in and year out, there's a decent f- uh, team on the field. 
And a lot of quarterbacks don't have that. There's a, there's a picture. Oh, there he goes. Yeah, there he goes. It's a tough life making yeah. $35, 38000000 yeah. million dollars a year and, and hanging out and, in Hawaii for freaking three months. Well, he, could, he has a three-month vacation. <laughs> yeah, but Miles Teller's wife, though, man. She's, yeah, she's, see? She's a good-looking lady. Yeah, but, I mean, what is he hanging out with movies? That, that's exactly what I don't like. Why you, <laughs> you, you don't have a football? He hosted Jeopardy. He's, he hosts, he's, yeah, I mean, but come on. He's I mean, part of the limelight now. I mean, how does he end up befriending maybe he belongs in a LA. B-rate movie star? Maybe he, he maybe he belongs he's in He's from LA. Green Bay. He grew up in, a, what, California. Yeah. I just think he's he's not he's not my type of guy, you know. Ben Roethlisberger is more my type of guy when it comes to being a football player. Might not agree with a lot of stuff oh, he yeah, does in his the, personal on, life, but on the freeway the other day driving home, Ben, I saw a guy in this huge. It was like a huge black truck, you know, like all like lifted and everything, and like he was like driving down to ninety miles per hour down the freeway, and his license plate was big. Ben Seven. There you go. Uh, I was like, See, damn, that's this guy, exactly the kind that's of fan. license plate you need. I know, right there, in my Tesla, <laughs> in my... big I'd, Ben Seven. I'd have, with, the, I'd have the real with the, the Steelers, uh, you know, uh, stickers like all across the back of his truck. I'd have the, I'd have the Roland Cole Steelers crew <laughs> like throwing their empty beer bottles out the window at me. Uh, but Friday, are you ready to move on? Ready to move on. All right. Well, we haven't done a shot yet. It's early uh, in the show, no, but it looks like we probably well will. Uh, but Franny asked about this last week, so we probably you know tie a bow on this one. But Antonio Brown, the official signing, also officially being sued once again. New lawsuit filed against Antonio Brown. Just I'm already pouring this past I week. I don't know what the story is. He's but I'm back, pouring a shot. He's back in litigation again. Uh, but we'll just—it's not much of a story, but it's a good reason to take a to take a shot. But he's officially back on the Buccaneers. The veteran wideout passed his physical, signed agreement, and reached with the team last month. Uh, Tampa Bay confirmed the move. Uh, da, da, da. The one-year deal is worth six point two five million, with a three point one million in fully. Now, how the mighty have fallen. Three point one million in fully guaranteed money. Two million signing bonus. The Bucks got their money's worth from AB last year. After signing for a shade over the league minimum halfway through the season, the former All-Pro cost forty-five passes, four hundred eighty-three yards, and four TDs. He also caught a TD in Tampa's Super Bowl win over the Kansas City Chief. Uh, Brown underwent successful knee surgery last week, which is expected to keep him out a few weeks. General Manager Jason Lick recently noted that Brown's health is not a concern, and they delayed signing was not part of the was part of the plan all along amid the scheduled knee procedure. But yeah, he's also back in litigation. But wow, how the mighty have fallen! He was looking for a fifteen to twenty million dollar contract leaving yeah. Pittsburgh. He had signed essentially for just above a million dollars, I think, last year in Tampa, and now only $3.1 million with 6.25 possible in incentives. But that's a long drop from the guy that said he was once the best receiver in the NFL when he decided that he was going to take his talents away from the Pittsburgh Steelers. How the mighty have fallen. And the Buccaneers... I'm just waiting for you to see something negative. The Buccaneers get richer again with... A top tier receiver for a bargain basement price for a guy that obviously doesn't want to go anywhere else and anyone else might not want him. Uh, more litigation getting sued by one of his former managers, I believe. Uh, but fucking Antonio Brown, why couldn't he have just stayed and just, just he just know, can't stay out of trouble? Stayed with the Steelers, got his act together. God knows we could use him, but fucking the Buccaneers <laughs> end up with Antonio Brown for luck for probably nothing more than three or four million dollars. It's not fair, it's not right. The I don't rich, like it. What say you? The rich get richer, Ben. But fuck Antonio Brown. Fuck Antonio Brown. 
I mean, you know, I'm sure. Even if, though I, I respect sure, what I'm he's sure, been doing lately, sure but he Antonio made such Brown. too much drama for the Steelers, and they they had a shorter window with Ben Roethlisberger, and that window closed short. You know, it, the window was not as open as it needed to be had we had a receiver of his talent, and he obviously had an amazing connection with Ben Roethlisberger. Huge season, oh, huge Juju numbers, huge touchdowns. You got Claypool, and they obviously you had got a Washington. Great connection. Yeah, we Those got guys nobody. Are way better. We got nobody. <laughs> we got we got guys that are on Twitter. Hey, Claypool. Claypool's a baller. All right, all right let's do this shot. Well, cheers. This is our punishment shot, Ben. And the reason we're taking this shot is because in blood. Years ago, we signed a contract. If I say anything negative about a team in my division, which is the NFC East, then I take a shot. If Ben says anything negative in his division, which is the AFC North, then he takes a shot. Or if he says anything negative about Antonio Brown, who's no longer in the division, but if he does say anything negative about any four yeah, players, didn't sign with Baltimore. you take a shot. <laughs> you know exactly right. Or if Sonia, who's not on the podcast, hasn't been in a while, but eventually she will return because she will miss it enough that she will come back. I hope <laughs> I <don't. laughs> she would take a shot if she says anything about a team or negative about a team in her division, which is the NFC West. But, uh, you know, eventually, maybe in 2023, she'll say something negative. after the Seahawks win the Super Bowl. Yeah. Cheers. Let's do it. What are, Cheers, and what ben. are we drinking here? This gross this is shot. The Jim Beam Vanilla Ben, a very highly rated shot. One of the best whiskeys you can buy on the shelf for nine ninety nine. Rated eight out of ten by freshmen at Arizona State. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty. Yeah, yeah. Big, that was a pretty big shot for you. I, I just poured myself a that little. That was a one. huge shot. Yep, yeah. that, well, yeah. when we get to the Eagles, you deserve it. When we get to the Eagles, you're taking a big one. You deserve it. Because All right, you Friday. said negative things about Antonio Brown, that poor guy. But what do you think about I mean, it's another bargain basement deal. for. I, mean, I should have put some f- little, little gummy dicks in there. Yeah, exactly. They get Fournette back. They get everybody Gronk back. They get everybody. They get all 22 of their starters yep. back. And they get Antonio Brown in a bargain basement deal. What say you about the Bucks' chances? Man, I mean, they're still the favorites. I mean, it's it's them, and it's still Kansas City. I mean, it could be a repeat of the Super Bowl. I mean, both those teams are man. They both got better in the offseason. with Brown, you know, I mean, with, with Evans, with Godwin. I mean, yeah, I mean, Kansas, uh, Kansas City. Um, you know, they just picked up those offensive linemen, and they're not going to have that same uh, sort of nightmare that they had in the Super Bowl, unable to protect um, their prize, their five hundred million dollar prize, their quarterback. Um, so I mean, yeah, they've, improved, signed, right? they've improved. They've improved. You know, and and uh, you know, uh, Tampa Bay is pretty much still the same, but if not, Gronk, just a little bit better. Gronk, Evans, Fournette, Godwin, and Antonio. Would Brown. you want to leave? I mean, it's not and Tom Brady throwing the ball and a good yeah. offensive line. So it could be a, a Mahomes Brady Super Bowl once and again. a defense that's even better than it was last year. They only lost one solid player on defensive free mm-hmm. agency. The rich get richer, and then the Eagles stay the Eagles. <laughs> Although we did learn this week that the Eagles rejected Nick Foles. Or Nick, uh, or Nick Foles rejected oh, he, the Eagles. He's re- they, he rejected us? They were going to make a trade to the Eagles, and Nick Foles said no. He said, I'll go uh, anywhere but Philadelphia. That's not nice. So, But I still respect the guy. I love but, the guy. I mean, they, they, I don't think they were going to pull a trigger on a, on a deal for Nick Foles yeah, anyway, no. as, even with the drama that was going on. As, you know, backup. Yeah. Because we know how good he could be as a backup. But not for that kind of money. Yeah. Not for what he's getting paid, or he was getting paid. Yeah. Next up, Franny, Joe Burrow mm-hmm. in Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. Bengals quarterback Joe Burrow. Oh, said, see, Joe Burrow, another another quarterback better well, than Derek Carr. He's played three games. He's better than he's Derek Carr, though. He's shown, he's shown a lot more than what, Derek Carr Now you're going to say has. that Jaguars' Tim Tebow is better than Derek Carr. He might be. As, <laughs> a, as a tight end, maybe. <laughs> Bengals quarterback Joe Burrow said he expects to be ready to go before the start of the season after tearing his ACL on November 22nd. 
The indication today is that he's well on his way. The Bengals open their organized team activities today, and Burrow fireworks going off because it's Memorial Day. And Burrow was on the practice field wearing a helmet and throwing passes while also wearing a large brace on his surgically repaired left knee. In videos from practice, Burrow did not appear to have any trouble dropping back, planting his feet, and stepping into his throws. Now more than six months beyond the injury, Burrow still has rehab work to do, but there's very, very good indication that he'll be on the field when the Bengals open the season against the Vikings on September 12th. But finally, what say you about Joe Burrow back in the saddle, ready to roll in what is now the best division in football? But Burrow is back. Better than the NFC West. Lamar Jackson is back. Ben Roethlisberger is back. Baker Mayfield is back. And all of those teams have competitive teams to field. You know, I'm a little scared. But what say you about Joe Burrow? I mean, I'm looking forward to seeing what he can do this year after after cutting it short after a few games last year. No, I was excited to see what he could do last year. And, I mean, he, he performed really well. Could have been Rookie of the Year. Uh, last season, if he had stayed healthy the entire season, but uh, you know the offensive line let him down, tore his ACL, unfortunately. But uh, you know I, I expect the same sort of performance to this coming season from Joe Burrow as he did last season, at least from the beginning. The yeah, one we saw. I, 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 this I'm conflicted because I, I I like Joe Burrow. I want him to do well in the mm-hmm. league, but the window that the Steelers had. This is why it's so frustrating. You know, AB leaving, Le'Veon Bell leaving, and having literally no success really since leaving the team with the exception of Antonio Brown last year, is this, <coughs> excuse me, the Steelers had that window. After, uh, you know, during during that period of time when they were having the issues with Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown, the, the Ravens, don't get me wrong, the Ravens still had a, sol- a solid squad. Mm-hmm. But getting through that division with Cincinnati and, you know, essentially a train wreck, you know, Cleveland, for all intents and purposes, even with Mayfield early on, kind of a train wreck. And that window was open for the Steelers to, to cruise through the regular season, win the division, and be healthy going into the playoffs. And now that window appears to be closing because we've got three competitive, really competitive teams in that division with the Browns being the favorite. Oh, that, but the, AFC, the betting odds favorite to win the division. The AFC, just the conference in general, has come up you know, since those days of uh, Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown. Yes, so, I mean, the, the entire conference has, has gotten way better. Not only the division, but the entire conference. Yeah, before it was the Patriots. Now we have the Chiefs. And, every, and everybody else. And everybody the else. Bills. I mean, the Bills are a good team. Oh, and I forget about the Bills. I mean, but it's and just And you got the Aaron Rodgers-led Raiders. Exactly. I mean, then we have then we got Rodgers in the, in, the in the AFC West with Justin Herbert out there. But it's just a shame because that, that Steelers window was, was a little bit wider open, and now it's essentially closed regardless of how well we play, unless, you know, three quarterbacks in the AFC go down. <laughs> So, but I'm really happy for Joe Burrow. I'm glad he's going to come back, and it's going to be nice to see, you know, some respect respectability come back to that Bengals team. Respect, I tell you, respect. They need some respect. I mean, they weren't that bad, you know, under under uh, Carson Palmer. Yeah, I mean, but they, they have somebody to build around now. I mean, you know, Carson Palmer was a very good quarterback, but he just wasn't able to elevate them to that next level. I think Joe Burrow, a few years you know, down the line, I think he's going to be that guy that could actually elevate the team. Almost like uh, you know, Andrew Luck could yeah, have could with have the Colts. I mean, I, you know, he, he's a very good young quarterback. But same thing with the Chargers. You can say the same thing there. So, I mean, it's, it's, uh, there's a lot of fireworks going on over here now, I guess. In L.A., every holiday is a fireworks holiday. <laughs> but, I mean, the Bengals, I mean, they were so bad. You know, you know, Carson Palmer opted to retire under contract because the Bengals refused to trade him. So he essentially quit making money. Uh, you know, he would rather have quit and stop making money. I'm done with than you. Than actually play football for the Cincinnati Bengals. 
Uh, you know, he waited out the time he had to wait and ultimately signed with Arizona at the tail end of his career. But that's how bad the Bengals were managed at the time. So it's nice to see Burrow and company back in the saddle. They're a little bit better now. Yeah, I'll say, unfortunately. <laughs> Just like the Giants. Yeah, I love the NFC East. <laughs> yeah. Everybody and sucks. Everybody sucks equally. The Washington football team. But Patrick Mahomes says, Chips ahoy, Frane. What do you think about this? Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes, want Patrick Mahomes wants the NFL to go high-tech to improve the officiating. The NFL has a microchip in every football as part of its data tracking, and bits of that data are sometimes revealed to the public through the league's next-gen stats. But Mahomes says... The chip should also be used to alert the officials when a ball crosses the goal line. Yes. Mahomes says, I've always brought the chip in the ball uh, was something that was going to happen, where where if you cross the line, it just tells you touchdown. Mahomes said in the WHOOP podcast via the Kansas City Star, the biggest thing to me. What was he in our podcast? Yeah. Well, we'll get him. Yeah. We'll get him. I mean, I'll, I'll get we a, have a better name than the whoop. I'll get a hold of Miss Piggy and we'll get him in here. Oh. Uh, the biggest <laughs> the biggest thing to me. Is, I don't know, man. <laughs> is when they get the, <laughs> I think we need the chip exactly. in the ball. Once it crosses the line. Exactly. <laughs> he needs. It's a touchdown. <laughs> and he needs more touchdowns, apparently, Patrick yeah. Mahomes. Yeah. Uh, but he says when when you get that pile in the end zone, there's literally no way to tell if he's in the end zone or not. It's like you said. It's just whenever they call, I'm sure it'll happen soon enough. Uh, according to the article, though, the problem, however, is that on most touchdown calls, the question is not just did the ball cross the goal line. The question is usually which happened first, the ball crossing the goal line or the runner's knee touching the ground. And a chip in the ball can't answer that question, although I guess a chip in the knee could. Even <laughs> if the NFL uh, has instant replay system that benefited from a microchip that told the replay official exactly when the ball crossed the goal line, that wouldn't necessarily help the official figure out when the runner whose knee is obscured by a pile of players went down. So a microchip in a football might help with some replay reviews, but it wouldn't necessarily be the major fix that Mahomes is hoping for. I can, I kind of disagree with that. What say you? I, I completely agree with Patrick Mahomes right here. I mean, I oh, don't know. We, we, we have. I agree with Patrick Mahomes. Have, I agree with Tom Brady. We, I agree with Aaron Rodgers. I, I agree but, with Kirk Cousins. <laughs> How you like that? No, but quarterback with, <laughs> whisperer over here. No, but with I mean, I, I completely agree with it. I mean, we have the technology to do so. I mean, just like in soccer, now we have the technology where you can tell where the whether the ball has passed the goal line instead of using what well, your your eyes that they are have like it in tennis too, fifty yards away. I and mean, we have the eagle, the eagle, exactly the eagle eye in tennis, where you know whether the ball by millimeters is across the line or not across the line. I mean, in football, we can do the exact same thing, but we refuse to use the technology. Even in baseball, don't they have something in baseball now? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. In the ball. Right. For I mean, foul balls. Yeah. But they should also do it with, with, with the strike zone, too. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. I think they should. No, definitely Why leave not. that up to a human's eyes? Well, that's the fun when of you baseball. Have... That's the no, beauty it's of not. baseball. There's not a lot of fun in baseball. That would that's make it a lot better. That's the beauty of baseball. No, but we have and the very technology. very rarely are the umpires it's, wrong. It is, it is 2021. Let's use this technology to improve the game. You can easily do it. But does it improve the game? Yes, it does. I mean, if it was the Steelers. Taking the human if element it's the Steelers out of the game. And it's the AFC championship. Oh, this, this game. I agree with. This yeah, okay, I agree okay, with. okay, okay, okay. Okay, okay. We, we both agree. There's on no this like then. history of the game and, you know, love of the game and all, and all the, all the sort of ephemeral stuff that goes along with. With baseball, I mean, baseball, America's pastime, all that. No, There's a much more huge football. Just, I mean, football's like it's football. Who cares? Bring the eagle eye to the NFL. You know, you know, just have the lines where the goal line is, and the ball. You have the chip inside of it. If it crosses the goal line, we know for sure, a hundred percent. There's no guessing. There's no. I mean, when they look at the pile of men around the ball 
and you're just looking at the video, you can't see where the ball is exactly. Is the knee down? Is the knee up? You know, put some chips in their knees, like put it in their knee yeah. pads. I mean, you know, is, there's, is, is there's it a lot of the ways turf? around off the turf? I mean, exactly. I mean, I don't know why they don't use that technology. And Patrick Mahomes is 100 percent right. Yeah, I mean, and there's other plays like the one last year where you know you're diving to the pylon and yeah. you know you fumble the ball out of bounds. You're essentially re- relying on the eyesight of the officials yeah. to determine whether or not the ball and was the fumbled before. And the slow-mo and everything. And the, is the camera angle correct? I mean, if is it slightly skewed? Yeah, because we, we learn from uh, from all that UFO footage that you know, your eyes may not be seeing what you think they're seeing. Yeah, exactly. You know, you, I haven't seen like, too many UFOs. That's, yeah. a, that's a great... That's, <laughs> Do you see UFOs back there? I don't. I don't. Okay. But that's a great point by Friday because the angle can sometimes obscure the, your depth perception. And I actually tend to disagree with the writer of the article because... On most of those plays, if you can if you can freeze the the digital footage mm-hmm. at the exact point when the ball crosses the goal line, where the ball is, then you can look at the knee. You're not looking yeah. in two locations at the same time or guessing as to where you should freeze the knee. Yeah. Because even with soccer players, I mean, they're wearing those chips in their back. It's almost like a like a sleeve that they put on to to track how many kilometers they've run. I mean, why not kilometers, just, millimeters? What is in, this in, shit? In, in football, it's kilometers. Right? Yeah, also, and, and, no, and also, in, how many Celsius? In, in, how many degrees Celsius is it during the game? What's his body temp right now? <laughs> actually, we is should, he sweating? How much? We how many, should move to the. We should move to the metric system. How many? How many millimeters? I actually changed to Celsius in my car just because I want to learn it. Like uh, I want to. Like I want to get a better gauge. Twenty for degrees it. is seventy degrees. Uh, one hundred degrees is boiling. <laughs> Zero is freezing. See, it makes sense. Yeah, Zero, I, don't freezing, I don't disagree that it makes sense, but I can't make fun of boiling. you any other way. Yeah, I mean, but it makes complete sense. Not two hundred. Was it two hundred and twenty oh, degrees? Johnston's running. Uh, 30, oh, that's his fifty <laughs> kilometer in this yeah. game. Thirty-two degrees. Thirty-two degrees is is freezing. Freezing. Yeah. Well, well, well that doesn't make a lot yeah, of sense. Yeah. Okay. Two hundred twenty is is boiling, right? Two hundred twenty degrees is is you know is that two hundred twenty degrees? I think it's boiling water, right? Like I'm, I'm, I'm guessing, there. you know, like even inches, like oh, it's five eighths of an inch. Like, what the, just use millimeters, damn it. Well, you, you, you well, fair enough. <laughs> I mean, it is it makes sense. All ten. I mean, I had to spend a whole, you know, child, part of my childhood learning it. We should at least use it. Yeah, I don't ten, even know if they teach it anymore. Ten millimeters is. Do they still teach uh, one the metric system in school. They should. I mean, I had to learn. It took a whole like semester in grade school, or not semester, but I mean, it was a lot of time spent learning. Yeah. All the beakers and the milliliters yeah. and the kilometers. I don't care that the that grams the, that, and I don't care milligrams. That the, the king and, of England, his foot was one foot. <laughs> this is this is America. We 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 beat you in seventeen seventy six. Yeah, exactly. Let's let's go with the with the metric system. I agree. I agree. Uh, but Friday, you think they should do it? Yes, that's your final answer for sure. I'm going to be Aaron Rodgers tonight. Final answer. What is, what is yes? <laughs> <laughs> what is the metric system? What is I'm a douchebag, Alex. <laughs> The uh, the 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 system of measurement used by the entire globe. Yeah. What is the metric system? Fair enough. <laughs> You're killing me. All right. Next up. Finally. Hopefully, Franny will get to do a shot. Uh, it is what I it is. I will not say anything negative. It is what I'll it is. I'll try my best. If you trash Jalen Rieger last season, and Franny did often I and did routinely. Come on, he had a great season. He had yeah. 600 yards. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Because the Eagles, he was our number <laughs> number one pick, and he had six hundred yards. I mean, he made a huge difference. Yes, exactly. Because the Eagles he was took injured him... for half the season. <laughs> because the Eagles took him off the board in the first round of the twenty twenty draft instead of Justin Jefferson. 
He who only you. had a thousand yards yeah, and many touchdowns. Uh, Rieger, a thousand meters, <laughs> a thousand meters of touchdowns. Rieger wouldn't guaranteed he'd instantly sprout into a Pro Bowl player the way Jefferson did in his rookie season with the Minnesota Vikings. So stupid. But that underperforming Rieger, who went, who kept getting injured while the Eagles changed starting quarterbacks last season, and eventually head coaches vowed to show the critical fan base who he really is. Rager said this week, we, that's who he is. That is exactly who he is. You're going to see a whole lot of improvement. Rager said this season or this week after practice, maybe 650. That's, that's all I could say. It was a great thing for the organization to do. Bring in another weapon to the field, another weapon in our receiving room. Rager said, we're going to complement each other. Well, this is about uh, a first round draft pick this, this year. Uh, we're going to complement each other. Well, like he said in his interview, there are things that I can do that he isn't doing and vice versa. It's going to make our room much better and our team much better. Uh, in terms of the stinging criticism, particularly on social media, Rieger indicated that he'd rather filter it out. He's accepted it. You can't, you can look at it two ways. Rieger said, people can say whatever they want to say, but if you respond, you're wrong. It is what it is. I know I can do better. That's why I attacked this off season the way I did. We'll see everybody has the same opinion after this season. Uh, in other news, off the Eagles wire, Friday, Dave Caldwell, the Jaguars general manager who was fired last season, oh, yeah. has landed in Philadelphia. That's the, what we want. The Eagles announced today that Caldwell has joined the front office with the title of personnel executive, working closely with, you know, child phenom Howie Roseman. Caldwell was a Jaguars GM from 2013 to 2020 and worked for the Falcons, Colts, and Panthers before that. In his new role with the Eagles, Caldwell will be involved in both college and pro scouting so that mm -hmm. Howie Roseman... He did, he did an excellent job with the Jaguars. So that Howie Roseman can ignore his recommendation. <laughs> so what do you say about Jalen Rieger saying it is what it is? It, you know, I, can't, I, I hope for more improvement, obviously. I hope for more improvement. Some but improvement? I mean, last, any improvement? Any improvement. I mean, you know, you, you can't waste a, you know, a first-round pick on a guy that's going to, you know... I, I think it was maybe... I, I, I think I'm being... Uh, I'm a little harsh on him right now. Okay, I mean he was injured were, for part of the well during the season. You were crazy harsh. Yeah, on him. I was a little critical of of, of Regor, especially being our, our our you know first pick overall in the draft. I mean, you expect first round picks to make a difference in the game, but he didn't really do anything. I mean, we, uh, I, I don't know what to say about the guy. I don't want to be mean because <laughs> he's on my team. But well, when yeah, that's, but I, you're an Eagle fan. I know that's true. That's I mean, true. for God's sakes! I mean, making fun of me, making fun of Knicks fans this week when the Knicks got killed. I'm like, aren't aren't you an Eagle fan? Hey. Like, have you have you have you seen what you Veteran Stadium or M and T or whatever the hell it is now? Have you what seen? Your, what is your shock? Have by you the way? seen the way that Eagle fans conduct themselves? Making yeah. fun of fucking Knicks not only, fans. Not only Eagles fans, but 76ers fans also. Yeah, they just like, oh, New York fans. It looks like they're acting like they want the they, championship. They, 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 <laughs> Well, I'm a, I'm a Lakers fan. When it I comes thought to he was trying to hurt my feelings. When it comes to basketball, I was shot fan. back with the Eagles. I'm like, you know what? I'll let them have this one. No, but did you see the um, that whole tunnel altercation with uh, Brian Westbrook going in no. the tunnel? No. And uh, one of the 76ers fans pouring popcorn on no. top of him. You didn't hear about that? No. And he went crazy, and he wanted to like, I don't know. He got really pissed off, and he wanted to run back into the the stands like over uh, popcorn. Like yeah, over popcorn exactly. And there's a lot of uh, NBA players defending. His reaction and and the way he reacted, uh, he was all pissed off and everything. I mean, it's 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 popcorn that's being thrown on top of you. Now, I understand this is like their office. This is where they work. You know, this is the workplace. You, you I mean, I'm sure nobody throws popcorn at you. Not recently. Not recently. But you're also not making twenty million dollars a year. 
Yeah, in the NBA, so, and, and everyone's making $20 million a year if you're a starter. Yeah, and I, he might be even making more than that. I'm not sure what his, his salary is exactly, but for all these NBA players to come out and defend him and tell him how terrible that fan is for throwing popcorn on the guy. You do what everybody I else mean, does. You, sus- you get the fan out of the arena, and you take away their, exactly. their season tickets but that they've got them, and you forbid them from coming back in the arena. That's I the remedy. I think that's what they did. I think that's what they did. That's, that's you don't exactly fight what them. they did, but they're like, oh, you can't be doing that. I mean, okay, if somebody's spitting on you, or if somebody's spilling beer on you or spilling whatever on you, that's, that's 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 you try playing in the freaking soccer league in, yeah. in Europe and see what the, no, that's, see what people that's say right. to you. That's not right. But it, uh, you know, a little bit of popcorn gets spilled on you. If if I'm making twenty million dollars a year and I'm going into the tunnel, obviously I know they're losing the series right now. I think um, I, I wouldn't get that pissed off because I'm still going home to my huge ass mansion in Washington with my twenty million dollar salary. I'm not going to worry about what this one Joe Schmo guy is spilling popcorn on me, making maybe sixty thousand dollars, and he just spent his entire paycheck to come see me play. Yeah, in a play. In, in a playoff game that you know what they're they're expected to lose not not send the Sixers but you know the Washington Wizards are expected to lose whatever let the guy have his 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 yeah, moment I mean, whatever you kick him out you it's ban ris- him from the stadium it's over it's disrespectful but for all these players all these drama queens now coming out and saying that Westbrook was right to get pissed off like he did I don't agree with that at all no I mean it, I don't know what, I, I well, mean let's do the shot I mean it's it's crazy. I mean, I, I don't think people should be treated that way. No, I mean, it is disrespectful, but it is. But I mean, Philly, I watched the videos of European soccer. It is the Philly fans. I watched those videos of the fans in, in And those guys in make a ton of money. And the, but the money. shit that they have to, that they're subjected to over there. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I spent my, you know, childhood with season tickets to the Yankees or, or season ticket packages. Not every, not, we didn't go to 81 games. Uh, but with season ticket packages where we, we'd go to 25, 30 games a year. I mean, they threw sodas. We, I mean, we screamed I mean, horrible things at Red Sox players. I mean, just it's not, horrible it's things. Not, not batteries. It's not, not like it's not, a, bad, it's not double I mean, A or, or, or D or C line. batteries. I mean, people do go over the line, but yeah. we didn't. We didn't go over the line with a lot with language and, and, that that you know you, that normal popcorn. people shouldn't say. I think spilling popcorn is one of those things that's it's a little over the line. But, but you I mean, scream for, shit at the players. Yeah. That's the whole point of it. it yeah. That's what the, I mean. It's not the Dodgers. Not every. I mean, if you want if you want to not be offended, mm-hmm. then play for the Dodgers. Yeah. They don't get. They don't talk. They don't cheer. They don't get up off their seat. They just sit there and you hate eat the their Dodgers. fucking. <laughs> you hate the Dodgers. Eat their nasty cheese with those nasty nachos and sit down bottom of the ninth inning. Two outs, runner on second, base hit. You know, a quarter of the stadium is on their feet. Yeah, you know, Yankee Stadium were already on our feet before the hit. Yeah, so, but I'm surprised you didn't you didn't you didn't hear anything about that. I didn't. I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm glad I didn't. Because no, but I mean, it's for like, like you for, gotta, for, I mean, Brian Westbrook already as our as offense it is. meter is like at zero. <laughs> yeah, and you know, you got guys like LeBron. You know, going out there and saying that's so disrespectful. Like, you know, it, it, it's it is disrespectful, but come on, it, it it is it's just popcorn. It's not somebody spitting on you. If it's if if, if somebody spit on you, that's a whole different you, story. Or, they, or if they get really or, physical or with say, you, or if they there's spill, there's a list of things they shouldn't say. If they spill shit on you, that's a whole different story too. But you know, popcorn oh, yeah, is dry. Beer on them, if they pour I mean, beer if on them, was, I'd probably jump into stage. If this is in the '90s, you know, if if somebody spilled um, popcorn on Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan would just probably eat the popcorn and just walk inside the tunnel and be like, all right, fuck you. We'll, we'll, we'll win the next one. We'll get the next one. Yeah. I mean, people say vile things. They say it about actors. They say it about, you know, athletes. They say anybody that's in the public eye, that is sort of the, you know, if you want to make mil- hundreds of millions of dollars and have no criticism to your face, mm-hmm. then go into business, <laughs> you know, become Jeff Bezos or Bill Gates or, you know, 
where you never have to interact with another human being. But if you're in a real job like athletics and any kind of sport or acting, you know, you're going to... Well, Westbrook, gonna, has a, Westbrook has a business. Oh, that's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah. He has a really poorly run Dodge dealership in Van Nuys, California. Uh, but it's it's the, 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 the point at which people are upset and offended is like, it's literally like the knob is like all the way at zero. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like where it should be probably around five or six. Like the level of, you know, insult that it takes to get people pissed off right now is so low. I mean, yeah, the guy should be kicked out. Yeah, the guy shouldn't do that. Yeah. But, but move on. There's no reason to. Uh, Have you been to a foot? I mean, I would, all the games I went to in Buffalo, I mean, I heard some really terrible things being said to the opposing team in Buffalo and, and throwing beers and fights and all this shit. And I, I personally, I, I, I think they should kick the guy out, never let him back in the stadium again and move on. Exactly. Exactly. No reason to get pissed off. Just, you know, continue playing next game and, uh, you know, go out there and, 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 and win be, the best, be the best version of Brian Westbrook that there is. And that, and and that best ass. version is the, the bar for that's pretty low, too. Well, he's, he's, a, he's, a, he's a decent player. No, he's a very, he's, he's a very he's a, good player. He just doesn't have just, uh, the complete sort of skill set to don't understand lose your mind. Don't lose your what's mind. happening in the game. Yeah, don't lose your mind over some popcorn being spilled over you. I mean, it's Philly fans. I mean, what do you expect? You know, <laughs> that's that's just the way it is. Yeah, and you were making but fun anyways, of New going York back to, fans. Go back to Jalen Regor. <laughs> making fun of New York I hope, fans. I, I wish all the best for Jalen Regor, but he did disappoint greatly last season. Obviously, he didn't have the greatest quarterback throwing him the ball. You know, Wentz shit the bed. And, uh, you know, hopefully this season will be much better. And we'll see what, what happens. What do you think about Dave Caldwell? What happened? I, I, Coming over, hiring, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, hiring yeah, yeah. No, the, I, I, the, the cast I, I, off from the Jags. And anytime you bring up and Shad over, Khan, who actually knows what he's doing, but he let this guy go. I, I don't know if Sean Khan knows what he's doing. I, I, Shad Khan knows what he's doing. That's I, a freaking. They're stacked. They're it's the with Jags. draft picks. It's the Jags. They're stacked with draft it's picks. The Jags. I mean, and, and yeah. they got all the Tim Tebow drama. You all want, the players are all offended you now. You want to take somebody's retread? Yeah, but I you love know, that. He did a terrible job over there. That's I don't. Why? Why is he? But you got Trevor Lawrence coming in. No, you were forced to take him. Uh well you weren't forced you, I mean, you could have traded you know, away to number one pick you could have you could have could have got a shit ton of picks everybody for him. expected if, if if they didn't take him as the number one overall could have brought pick Blake Bortles back from from <laughs> from hey, LA he went to the AFC Championship game <laughs> that's true that's true yes, but yeah I mean I think a little that, bit of success you know it's I mean draft picks you know they don't always work out I mean the Eagles have had a lot of bad luck especially with Not receivers no it's they've the, had a, well they've had a lot bad of bad decisions they've had a lot of bad they've had a lot of draft picks that have not turned into for many, many what they years. believe that many, they many, many, you know, years. That, you know, for many years since Fletcher Cox, they haven't had a really slam dunk hit on a draft pick. But, you know, I, I think Jalen Rigger's saying the right things and I, I expect him to play better. The quarterback situation in Philly last year was a fucking mess. And, you know, having a consistent quarterback, you know, week in and week out, like they're going to have this year, especially a Hopefully. younger guy with a younger receiver. Hopefully. I think you're gonna. I think you might be surprised at how well the Eagles do. No, I, hope, this year. I hope Jalen Hurts performs well, and I hope Jalen Rigor performs well. But uh, you know, I was just disappointed last year, number one overall pick to play the way he did. Um, I mean, Juju had a good year. Yeah, Claypool he, he, had a good year when they first drafted him. Well, last year, yeah. he was pretty Brown, good last year. Antonio Brown had a pretty good year when they first drafted him. You know, not everybody is the Steelers when it comes to running. When it comes to uh, uh, wide receivers, but yeah. we, but we pretty much suck balls at drafting. You know, running backs. Although finally this year with Najee Harris, we got Actually, a, yeah. we got a real that's a good pickup. But only because we had, you know, the draft yeah. pick to go and do it. We're way off way off topic. With all right, fair Russell, enough. But, fair enough. But Jalen Rager, all the best to you. Yes, Franny, are you Still ready? Take a shot though. Are you ready to move on? Ah, uh, yes, I think so. All right, last one for 
tonight. Anyway, we're pushing up against an hour almost. Uh, the 2022 salary cap, Ronnie. The league and the NFL Players Association have agreed to a salary cap ceiling of $208.2 million for the 2022 season. NFL Network's Tim Pelissero reported this past Wednesday. Pelissero noted that there is not currently an agreed-to floor, and the cap, the final cap figure may be... Uh, will not be set until next February. The ceiling for 2022 is nearly $30 million, more than the $182.5 million cap set for 2021, pointing towards an expend- expected spike in future revenue for the league following a season that was primarily played without fans this year. While this might seem irrelevant to those solely focused on 2021, as all Eagle fans are, it's highly important for front offices and players' agents as they understand how each side can go about working on long-term deals, Aaron Rodgers, and planning well behind 2021. The cap ceiling doesn't guarantee that the 2022 cap will be $208.2 million, but at least gives the teams and the players a point of reference for their financial planning. It indicates the league is headed back towards a cap number most expected this year before the COVID-19 pandemic caused revenue shortfalls uh, this year. Uh, yeah, it was supposed to be around $200 million, a little over $200 million this year. Looks like it's going to go up to about 208 next year, give or take. But that's good news for the league. I think it's mm-hmm. good news for all of these teams like the Eagles and the Steelers strapped. that are right there up against the cap. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what say you about the cap going up $30 million, almost yeah. 15%, 20%. Yeah. Good. I mean, good. I mean, that's good for the teams that are, are cash strapped, like you said, Ben, the Steelers, the Eagles, and you know so many others out there that have um, you know, spent too much money on guys that you shouldn't spend too much money on. And I <laughs> love this for a team like the Eagles. I mean, the Steelers also... Next year, if we end up drafting a quarterback next year or trading up to take a quarterback, the Eagles and the Steelers both will be in that situation where there's a lot of room on the cap, a lot of extra cap space to spend money, but no money allocated to the quarterback position. Mm -hmm. And I think, well, Steelers will have money allocated to the quarterback position, even if Ben Roethlisberger doesn't play because of the way the contract is structured. But it will free up a lot of salary cap space, especially for those teams with rookie quarterbacks. Imagine if you had that salary cap this season, this past season, for those guys that you did lose in the offseason, Ben, for the Steelers. Yeah, I mean, you can't keep James Conner if it's going to cost you $1.1 million. (laughs) I mean, that's that's crazy. Uh, And Le'Veon Bell shooting around his mouth this week, too, uh, about something about the Steelers. So, you know, I was going to cover that, but we won't cover that this week because, you know, Le'Veon Bell, you know, I'm, you I'm, want, I'm still. You don't want to take another shot. I'm still. You. you don't want to take another shot. To you. I'm a huge. I'm because still a, a huge Le'Veon Bell fan. About any teams that have departed your team, Ben. Yeah, I don't want to say any. Well, what, what can we say that's negative? You could say something about the the well, Giants, I did, I, well, the Washington about, football about team. Jalen Ray Gore. I, you well, know, we both I was, have to I was say. unhappy about his performance last season. I don't expect him to get any better, really, in the following seasons. Well, let's say this. Baker Mayfield got so lucky being drafted by the Cleveland Browns and being on that team with um, Kevin Stefanski and the rest of those guys that have somehow turned an old shoe into one of the better quarterbacks in the AFC, and I'm disgusted by it. And we have to deal with Lamar Jackson, and that yeah, it just really grinds your gears. It grinds my gears. So I'll, I'll take a shot for that. Just a, say yeah, something a about, one, a one, say a something one. about the Giants or... The just Washington the football teams just or the Cowboys. Just the Cowboys. The Cowboys. Fuck the Cowboys. <laughs> Fuck them just a little bit. <laughs> I mean, you're, you're going to win the division. I, you know, I would be shocked if they did win the division. The, the division is so bad. Yeah. I mean, and getting popcorn, you can either get your, your entire foot to dangle off the end of your leg, like 
uh, Dak Prescott did last year. Or you could have some popcorn dumped on you. You could. You know. Uh, the, One or the other. The last serious injury I saw in basketball was was during the NCAA championships three years ago. Uh, that was yeah. a bad injury, but that's the last bad one I can remember. I mean, that was like, that was, yeah, not easy to watch. Yeah, that was that was quite a few years ago. That was but probably but like I don't remember a, I don't remember a violent so. injury in the NBA recently. Oh, no, what's his name for Boston? The white dude. I forget what his name is. But uh, yeah, his his uh, foot almost also came off. Oh, he, he busted his ankle? Yeah, he busted it pretty bad. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, it happens occasionally, but very yeah. rarely in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Or in soccer. Or in baseball. Soccer? That happens. It happens. What, what's the worst injury that happens in soccer? They get a pulled hamstring or you... No, I mean, but you you, I mean, also same thing with, with, uh, with those tackles. I mean, uh, I, I mean, well, one of the former Croatian players that played years ago... Uh, for Arsenal, did he have a potassium deficiency? For Arsenal, he was actually a Brazilian guy who who uh, who you know got Croatian citizenship. Um, Eduardo da Silva. I mean, he. I have to show you that injury. That was oh, that was very similar. How to How you get injured? The Dak Prescott. Soccer? It was it was very similar to that Dak Prescott injury where he got tackled and his foot got stuck under him on the turf and yeah, his 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 foot almost came off. Yeah. Well, I'll give you that. Yeah. One. I'll <laughs> give you that one. Even in even yeah. in in. High level I mean, soccer, the, you're the, allowed to touch you know, each just, other just, more just, so than in the NBA. The cleating. Well, I mean, you can't do that in the NBA. Yeah. It's it's all about shooting and not touching each other. Yeah, it's like it's the perfect league for COVID nineteen because no one gets within six feet of each other. Yeah, but those cleats have spikes on them. Uh, it hurts. They that's hurt. true. They that's hurt. true. They hurt. Fair enough. <laughs> all right, Friday. That's it for the NFL news this week. Yeah. What's next up on the big board? Next up on the big board, Ben, is a shout out to our new and loyal listeners out there. And we should note that we made it through the entire NFL news segment without Franny taking a bathroom break. So this is two weeks in a row where Franny's like bladder on. was somehow I able. Feel it coming on. It was somehow able to make it a full hour. Uh, you know, he has his new home. He bought his new refrigerator <laughs> this week. So he's slowly <laughs> moving in. Uh, but may, it might be the stress of all of the elements of home ownership that's causing him to be dehydrated. Uh, but yeah, we have to thank our new listeners as well as our loyal listeners. Thank you all so much to our new listeners and the loyal listeners that have been with us for a long, long time. We truly appreciate all of you. Since 2018, we have been a show about football, fun, friends, whiskey, and beer reviews. And since you're listening, please consider heading to our website, thirstygold.busbrow.com, or search Thirsty Gold Podcast on the web and subscribe, rate, and review our show. Please tell a friend, a family member, a coworker, a stranger, just one person. That is your homework assignment this week as school is finally letting out graduations aplenty all over the place. And you can also check us out on every podcatcher in the universe, as well as Pandora. Audible and Amazon Music. If you listen to podcasts there, Franny, what's next up on the big board? Next up on the big board, Ben, is our feel good story. All right, hold tight. We'll be right back with the feel good story. All right, and we are back. With the feel-good story, Ben, it's not an Eagles feel-good story, but uh, let's see how I like this one. It can't be all Eagles all the time. I'm going to try to take it down or not. I realized I was like at 11 for that entire segment. <laughs> like I, I really? can feel it in my throat. I feel like I was like going a mile a minute. Maybe I wasn't. Maybe. I'm, I don't know. We'll have to listen to it back. And That's see what I was it. feeling. I'm feeling like, why am I sweating and tired? Oh, I see. It's Charles Barkley, <laughs> one of my favorite NBA players. Exactly. One of my favorite TV personalities. 
Yeah, this is one of Frane and mine's all-time favorites. Not always politically correct. Not always saying the right thing, depending on what your perspective is. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but always speaking his mind. And Which I the, respect 100%. Exactly. And in the honor of the NBA playoffs, the Knicks on the cusp of losing, checking the betting odds. We were talking about the Clippers. The Clippers betting odds are essentially 50-50. It's essentially really? nearly the same odds between the Clippers and the Mavs. Even though that series looked like it was out of reach for uh, a second. I, I was hoping, I was, I was rooting for Dallas. I hate the Clippers now. Yeah. Ugh, Clippers. Clip, I mean, don't get your hopes up, Clippers fan. Uh, but, you know, in honor of the NBA, I wanted to talk a little bit about Charles Barkley, who is always quiet. And I, I knew about this, but he it's, it's sort of quiet. And I always respect when people do things quietly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Alabama native Charles Barkley donated $1,000 a piece. To the 200 plus employees of the state's lead city school district, that's at least $200,000. According to an announcement by the district, the lead city school system made the news known in a Facebook post shared last week. We are humbled and wish to express our sincere gratitude to Charles Barkley for providing a $1,000 gift to each of our lead city school employees for going the extra mile this year. The Facebook post read, being a school employee is tough. But driving a bus, teaching, coaching, or working in the cafeteria all while maintaining safety protocols has been a daunting task during the worldwide pandemic. According to AL.com report, there are approximately 226 employees across the lead school system. Barkley, of course, is well known for his cantankerous, sometimes outrageous, and loquacious and vituperative, frequently polarizing commentary on TNT's what? iconic Inside the NBA. I need a dictionary. Uh, you know, I got to talk like that. If it's Charles Barkley, you got to throw that out there. No, no, that's for Stephen A. Oh, that's no, no. no uh, my least favorite personality on television. What's not known is, well, I, I don't know why people can't see through his bullshit, but <laughs> apparently, you know, the, the viewing audience for what he does is. He's terrible. Is, is, He's terrible. Is, is not particularly. Uh, I'll just leave it at that. What's <laughs> not known. What's not known as well is Barkley is extremely loyal to his home state and cares deeply about the residents of Alabama, as well as the Leeds city school system. After graduating from Leeds High School in 1981 and amassing millions of dollars during his Hall of Fame NBA career, Barkley made sure the district benefited from his successes on the court and beyond. According to the above Facebook post, Barkley has quietly and without any attention drawn to himself donated more than $3 million in scholarships to Leeds graduates over the past 30 years. Funds that have helped hundreds of students attend college. Further, the post goes on to excel Berkeley or how Barkley secured laptops for virtual learners, learners, Wi-Fi hotspots, donations from Clorox Corporation to help the lead staff keep the facility sanitary as they fought the pandemic this year. Barkley, 58, was born and raised in Leeds, which is located about 10 miles outside of Birmingham, Alabama, before going on to collegiate stardom at Auburn, War Eagle, while Barkley failed to secure an NBA title during his 16-year career. Leeds' favorite son was an NBA MVP in 1993, 11-time All-Star, and five, only 11? Five, uh, five-time member of the All-NBA First Team. He also won two gold medals as a member of the United States men's basketball team, which included a starting role, or a starring role in the legendary Dream Team in 1992. Franny, what yep. say you about doing it the right way Charles Barkley? That's definitely not His hometown. That's not terrible. In, is that not is terrible not terrible at all. In in rural Alabama, in in cash strapped yeah. part yeah, of, the, of the of the country, no, cash strapped part of the state. Good for Charles Barkley. I mean, he's he's a good fucking dude, and I love that that he speaks his mind on TV 
He doesn't worry about the flack that he's going to get. Uh, he's backing but he's it up also, with more than $4 million for exa- the donations to this school district. Exactly. And, he, and you know, at the time that he was playing basketball, he was, the, the salaries weren't the same as now. No, so, I mean, well, I'm sure no. they were high, but not I'm, like sure, I'm sure he now. makes a lot. I'm sure he makes a ton of money, but still, for yeah, him, that's a very generous. He, he's playing thousand dollar hands yeah. at, or ten thousand yeah. well, dollar yeah, hands yeah. of blackjack that is, in Vegas that is too. Still a very generous donation for Charles Barkley. I mean, I, I still remember watching that '93 Finals against the Bulls, and I was as much as I was a fan of Michael Jordan at the time. I, I was rooting for the Suns just a little bit in that series. I think they they lost uh, 4-2. I think it was a six-game series. Uh, but, I mean, you know, Danny Ainge and Charles Barkley yep. and Kevin Johnson and, you know, Cedric Sabalos. And, I mean, it just uh, – I think Chambers was on that team yep. also. I, I, I mean, that was a I, fun I still, series. I mean, that was a fun series, and that was a good Phoenix team. And I, I still feel bad that, you know, Charles Barkley, after all his years in the NBA, I mean, he played – you know, obviously for the Suns, he played for the Sixers. Rockets. Uh, the, did he play for the Rockets? Yeah, he played for the Rockets. Maybe, maybe, maybe just a little bit at the end. Tail yeah, of his yeah, career? The tail, way at the end. Yeah. So I mean, you know, it's one of those guys, almost like Dan Marino, like that didn't win a championship. You know, Charles Barkley was one of those dudes uh, that you really, you you wished him all the best, but he just was never able to make it to that that sort of pinnacle where he could, you know, put a ring on his finger and say, "I was a champion at least once in my life." Um, but uh, you know, I mean, Charles Barkley, one of my favorite TV personalities, one of my favorite, you know, NBA players of all time. Um, so good for him. Yeah, and he's always talking about it. Uh, you know, on on and TNT interviews, he's always talking about Leeds. He's always talking about his hometown. He's always talking about Alabama. He's always talking about how they need help. How they, you know, what we can do as a community and himself to help these parts of the country that are that 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 they do suffer from something that is holding them back from being more economically successful. Mm-hmm. And you know, to know that he's doing all this stuff behind the scenes, you don't hear about it. He yeah. doesn't talk about it on TNT. Big of a Can you imagine if like another one of these guys yeah. like, gave three million dollars to as their local big, district? As big of a personality as he is, he's not out there, you know, shouting from the rooftop saying like I gave money. It's just it's just quiet. As loud as he is, he did this quietly. Oh yeah, and I can I can't think of a, a single NBA superstar right now that wouldn't make this front page news. Uh, yeah. If they did it, I had to dig for this. This wasn't on ESPN. This wasn't on yeah. Yahoo News. This was in the local paper, the local media outlets down in Alabama. This was something you had to, I had to dig for it. It wasn't out there as something that you would, it wasn't in USA Today or Yahoo or ESPN. It was buried down in the local reporting down in Alabama. And I think that just really speaks for, you know, who he is as a human being. Mm-hmm. Love him or hate him, and a lot of people hate him. I don't know why, uh, yeah, but know, he I love he, the guy. he backs guy's... up what he says because mm-hmm. that's I mean we're talking about three or four million dollars overall. Yeah, people hate him because he speaks his mind. People hate people that speak their minds these days. You're not allowed to do that. Yeah, cancel culture. I'll cancel yeah. you out. I don't give a fuck. We'll put it on but Instagram. He, he can't get canceled. Yeah, that's we'll, the beauty we'll, of Charles we'll, Barkley. We'll, he doesn't, yeah, he don't we'll, care what he we'll, says. He, I know he he doesn't care what they say, and I respect that a hundred a hundred and ten percent. Yeah, I you mean know, they're gonna Twitter you out. They're gonna I mean they're just gonna try to get rid of whatever the fuck you just said. But he speaks his mind, and I respect that a hundred ten. And if you think about what he says, most of the time it makes sense. It may not be the most eloquent way of saying what he's trying to say, but if you think about it, after he gets done speaking and people are get done being offended, it actually makes sense. It always makes sense. It always makes sense. With Charles Barkley, it always makes sense. Yeah. I mean, I love I love watching him and Shaq because Shaq is a very similar character. Yeah, he just, and, and, they're, and they're different in yeah, terms but, of their views on yeah. the world for Shaq, sure. Shaq, you know, he doesn't share his opinion as freely as Charles Barkley. Charles Barkley just doesn't give a fuck, and I I respect that. Even if I mean, I re, I agree with most of the stuff that he says. Even if I didn't, I would still respect 
the fact that he's speaking his mind and he has a platform to do so and there's people out there trying to cancel him, well, screw those people. Yeah, exactly. You can't cancel the round mound of rebound. He exactly. will find a way back into your hearts. Exactly. Because I mean, he's, he's doing this, doing yeah. this sort of thing. You know? And, you know, I mean, I'd like to see a lot of these people that are out there shouting from the rooftops about how everybody else needs to shut their mouth and not say this or not say mm-hmm. that. No. Right or left. Open your mouth. Go and do let's, this. Go and do this. Yeah. Why don't you spend your time doing this yeah. for kids that need it rather than worrying about what people are saying on Twitter or on a TNT yeah. broadcast let's have open... around the fucking NBA like like that's a serious yeah. thing that you need the problem. to be worried about. That's the problem. There's not open commentary. Let's have a, a discussion on whatever we're talking about. Don't try to shut somebody up just because you don't agree with what they're saying. Listen to what they say. Listen to the other side. And make, you know, make your decision. Exactly. Especially when you find out a year later that the thing you canceled somebody for a year ago actually turned out yeah. to be right. Exactly. <laughs> That's the, the the best is that you don't want to wait until the information comes in. You don't want to wait and find out if it's correct. Yeah. You just want to do it in the moment. And hopefully we can get past this. Put away your Twitter account. Put yeah. away your Instagram account. You can't get a PhD on Instagram or on yeah. Twitter. You can't learn anything on Instagram. I, I think the problem, on the problem with, with uh, social media is too many stupid people have a voice now. Yeah, that's, that's exactly. the problem. That's the problem. There are too many people out there that have idiotic ideas that are able to voice their opinion, but there are a lot of people that are listening to those people. Yeah, and the blue check marks are saying things that, that yeah. 10 years ago you you would roll your eyes and say that's something that the unchecked people would say. Mm-hmm. But now the blue checkers are saying the dumb yeah, shit that's too. That's terrible. It's terrible. But Charles Barkley, sorry to... to to let this conversation... It'd be, it'd be, it'd be, it'd be, it'd be great to have... Really about like, I would love to have Shaq... On this podcast, but Charles Barkley, Barkley they would be so another guy apart. that I would love to talk to because I agree with Charles Barkley yeah. almost every single time he opens his mouth. Yeah, and and Shaq and and they are definitely different people in terms of their like political beliefs and the way they view the world. They are not on the same page. So yeah. watching those two interact is actually more entertaining for me than I most. Would, I would love to see than uh, most NBA games. Yeah, I would love to see Charles Barkley become the governor of Alabama. Yeah, that, I, I think that would be. I think that he's be great. talked about it. Yeah, and I think it, he should make a run. But the the irony is that again, being honest, which is something that nobody would, would will say. Yeah, he says the job is it's it's too difficult. It requires too much hours and too many too much work and too much commitment, and that's why he doesn't want to do it. Acknowledging that it's not an easy job to yeah. do. Yeah, and most people would be like, well, they just hang out in a mansion all day and just <laughs> do whatever. But that's not the case. So I, I I definitely agree with uh, with most of what Barkley says, and I cannot speak hi- as highly enough about what he's doing mm-hmm. for this little small school district where and he went to school quietly, quietly. Exactly. You don't hear about it anywhere except Ben on the Thirst and Goal, Goal podcast. podcast. So soothing, right? All right, Friday. What's next up on the big board? Uh, next up on the big board, Ben, is our stat of the week, which we completely oh, we forgot last week. Forgot about last. I think I was the. I, I, I think I just forgot to mention. It. I just moved on to the shot portion because I was excited to get to the drinking portion of the podcast. Um, but uh, the stat of the week, we'll run that back, and we have that stat from last week. This week, yeah. So last week we we're going to talk about. The top 10 running backs in a league, according to NFL stat analysis, the NFL index. Uh, luckily, this time I scrolled to the bottom of the page, so we didn't start at the top of the page, Friday. I know sometimes I start at the top of the page, which is pretty stupid because now we already know who won the, who won the contest. 
before we actually get through yeah. it. So you no, know, I think the, the reason you start at the top is because you want to piss me off because it was Dak Prescott like at, in second. Oh yeah, I wanted or, a shot. Yeah, yeah, you, you, exactly. That's exactly why you did it. But this week, week this week you probably don't want me to take a shot. So we're starting. I always want you to take a shot. <laughs> so we're gonna talk about this guy. Well, there well there won't be. A, I, I I don't think there's gonna be a cowboy on this list in the top ten running backs. Although you know, well, maybe Ezekiel Elliott. But I d- might he, make an appearance. He ain't the top. Maybe 10. Pollard. Uh, he should be ahead of <laughs> Zeke. Uh, but number 10, coming in, J.K. Dobbins from the Baltimore Ravens. What say you about J.K. Dobbins coming in at number 10? A little, 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 little higher than I would have ranked. I, I think that's fair. Uh, coming in at number 9, Josh Jacobs from yeah. the Las Vegas yeah, young running Raiders. Back. Young running back, but uh, a lot of skill. And you don't hear a lot about his name. I mean, you don't, we, yeah, we, and I love Jacob. Because Jacob you don't belongs, see the Raiders. He belongs on the Steelers. You don't see the Raiders that often in the media because they haven't made much noise recently. Uh, as far as success, not since the cryogenic chamber. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, you know, for 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 Josh Jacobs, being this, I you know that's that's a good spot right there. I'd say nine, number yeah. nine, eleven hundred yards, four yards, a carry, twelve TDs last year. Yeah, on a pretty sorry team. Uh, number eight. That's a surprise. James Robinson yeah. coming in at number eight. Fourteen games, a thousand seventy yards, four point five yards per carry, yeah. and seven TDs. I actually didn't think his numbers were that good, but now looking at mm-hmm. that line, it actually looks yeah. pretty tasty. That's a good spot. Uh, seven rush TDs. Could have been higher, but he played for the Jaguars. Mm-hmm. Let's see if we can get a Cowboy come up. Can we get a Cowboy here? No. Number <laughs> seven, David Montgomery. Out of yeah. the Chicago Bears, their entire offense except for the receiving core. At least they have a decent receiver on yeah, their well, roster. What I like about Montgomery is he, he can catch the ball out of the backfield, too. You know, yeah, yeah, it, yeah. When you have a double threat like that, it would dual threat. Running the ball, catching the ball, he can do both. And uh, you know, unfortunately for him, he plays on a, a mediocre football team. I just wish they had a quarterback. I yeah. mean, it, all Chicago needs is a decent quarterback for the past fifty <laughs> years to get to get a little bit over that hump. And they had the chance this year uh, to trade up and draft one, and they decided not to do it. Not, what did they got? What's his face? Uh, who did who did they draft? Uh, Fields. Did they get Fields? Oh, that's right. The mm-hmm. Bears took Fields. All right, so they still don't have a quarterback. <laughs> okay, number six. I'm sorry. It's Ohio State. You know, it wouldn't matter who it was coming at. If Tom Brady were coming out of Ohio State in the sixth round, I'd, still, I'd say the same thing. Oof, no, no, I'll, no. I'll, I'll wait until an Ohio State quarterback actually pans out before I uh, give a lot of any credit. any credit to that particular university at that position. Uh, coming in at number six, Aaron Jones. Yeah. Can't believe I forgot that they took Justin Fields. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers. It's amazing how much Aaron Rodgers complaining. I have no players on my team. Your brain turns to mush when you're in the you know in the offseason. Off season. You're like, who's the quarterback for Tampa? <laughs> uh, number six. Who's that Steelers quarterback? Yeah, who's that guy? Is that uh, Mason Rudolph? <laughs> no, that was a year before. Duck Hodges. Duck, I wish Duck Hodges was still there. No, you don't wish Duck Hodges uh, was still there. Just for the quack call. <laughs> uh, but Aaron Jones, look at you these got stats. his jersey. Look at these stats: eleven hundred yards. Five and a half yards per carry yeah, and nine rushing TDs. How terrible yeah. for Aaron, Aaron Rodgers, Rodgers to have this guy around him with six, almost six yards per carry on uh, and 1,100 yards on only 201 attempts. Come on now. Come on, <laughs> man. Now, coming to number five, I think it's a little high. Uh, Jonathan Taylor out think, of the Colts' first year. I don't think it's too high at all. 1,170 yards. Right there, man. He's up there, but after one year? Why not? I mean, like those numbers. Five yards per carry. Well, they struggled at the quarterback position yeah, last year. Did. Well, exactly. actually, no. They had well, Rivers didn't play that bad. No, he didn't Rivers play that didn't bad. play he that played bad. Terrible. Yeah, so you, you remember some quarterbacks? Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> I remember like the guy. Yeah, he played for him for a year. That's the one you should remember. <laughs> okay. Not the guy that actually just got drafted. 
Uh, coming in at number four, Nick Chubb. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Nick Chubb, he's he's a workhorse over there. Yeah, and then this, I mean, the running game for the Browns is just scary, and it should be the way the Steelers handle their business, but instead, Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt is the way Cleveland Browns handle mm-hmm, their business. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, almost 1,100 yards, 5.5 yards per carry, 12 TDs last year. Chubb is yeah, not, a not beast. Really, not catching too many balls, though. No, no. He's no. got to work on the hands. Get some stick'em. Yeah, no Le'Veon Bell there. Well, when he was good. Coming in at number three. Yeah, this is yeah. Alvin Kamara. Alvin Kamara should he's be a little bit higher. No, well, number three. Come on. He's, 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 yeah, but he does it all. I mean, how much higher? I mean, no, you know, he is definitely a dual threat. Eight hundred yards. He has more yards receiving than Jalen Rieger. He's a. Yeah, well, he played the entire. He season. He has more yards receiving he, he than Jalen Rieger he, he, would have had in an entire season. Yeah. Okay. He's he's also wide receiver. He's a wide receiver slash running back. Yeah. Eight hundred yards receiving and a thousand yards rushing. Ever since he came into the league, I've always loved. Alvin Kamara, except for the shit that he did, uh, shit talking that he did against the Eagles. If they could somehow make him run, if he could play quarterback for part of this upcoming season, <laughs> he might have to. <laughs> he might have, he to. have to do a lot of but things. But I, I would probably put Kamara at number yeah, one. Yeah, I, I just think they, I, I think his problem, we look at the 187 attempts, they didn't give him the, the ball, ball enough. enough times. I mean, you know, for 932, if, if they just handed it off maybe 220 times to this guy, I mean, they should utilize him yeah. a lot more than they did this past season oh, and even sure. the season before. And they didn't utilize him. That's like, yeah. that's like two seasons. I mean, him and uh, Christian McCaffrey, yep. I, 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 both those guys are pretty much the same guy. Great as a running back, but also awesome hands. Yeah. I mean, they, they, I mean at eight, 83 receptions. Yeah. I mean, that's like two seasons for Jalen Rieger. <laughs> we'll see you next year. I'm trying to get another shot out of you somehow. Uh, no, not that way. Not, not, not in that way. Number two, Dalvin Cook. Yeah, Dalvin Cook, he's a baller. Yeah. Year yeah. four coming out. I uh, can't remember when we went to college, but uh, yeah, uh, 1,557 rushing yards, five yeah, but yards see, Look carry. at how many attempts. Look 16 at the attempts. TDs, 312 attempts. Maybe a little much. Yeah, maybe a they, little much. They, they probably forced the ball to him a little too many times. But they're but probably not going to sign him to an extended yeah. deal. So, you know, he's in his fourth yeah. year. He's got one more year on the option. Yeah, he was injured too. You know, he's coming back from uh, from an injury. And look at those look at those numbers that he put up. That's yeah, crazy. Number one, who is it? Is it Zeke? It's definitely not Zeke. Is it Miles Sanders? It's definitely. Is it Miles Sanders? I want <laughs> no. it to, I want it to be Can Miles believe- Sanders. No, he's not in the top ten. <laughs> Number one, no Derrick Henry. Yeah, no surprise right there. I mean, Derrick Henry. 378 I mean, attempts. You know, he posts. 378 yeah. attempts. I mean, he posterizes guys. I mean, in the but NBA, when you get dunked on, you're posterized. But this guy is, he stiffs, he stiff arms people into posters. And, uh, you know, this is no surprise right but here, look Derrick at that. Henry. 300, that's like playing 48 yeah. minutes a game, driving the bus back to the hotel, taking the luggage into the rooms. Picking the luggage up the next day, taking it to the airport, putting it on the plane, and then flying the plane back to your yeah, home city. Pretty much everything. Pretty I much mean, everything. Three hundred and seventy-eight attempts. Yep. And he played all season long. He didn't miss one game. And he didn't. And he didn't slow down in the in the in the short little playoff run yeah, they had either. A little bit. But uh, you know he can't do everything. But he, he had, did everything. And he even had one hundred and fourteen receiving yeah. yards. It's like, let me grab your luggage for you. <laughs> <laughs> it's just that's. I mean, I understand what they're doing because that's that's their weapon. But golly, 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 gee, golly, whiz! <laughs> but where do you you, you think the, the you know Zeke Elliott should be up on here? No, you think Miles Sanders should be up on here? You think um, uh, well with Miles Sanders? I mean, well the the, you the think Saquon Barkley the should be up Miles on Sanders, here going into well, next year. Well, I mean, maybe next year he Some will be when, when he actually plays. Uh, but whatever you know, running for, backs for, Washington has for, like, for Miles Sanders. I mean, the thing with Miles Sanders is the Eagles have a lot of running backs, so it's not that one go to back. 
you know, with with uh, Tennessee. I remember all those Super Bowl winning teams on with their with their running backs by committee. I remember all those teams that were like that. Uh well, the Eagles in two thousand and seven eighteen. What what in? Uh, well, but, they always yeah. have a running back by committee. Two thousand that was a magic season. in two thousand eighteen. I mean, they had quite a few running backs on that team, and they still won. So that was a running back by committee. Yeah, I mean, last yeah. year Fournette essentially carried a load for the most part in the playoffs for the Bucks. Yeah. Uh, the Chiefs the year before last. Who was their running back the year before last? Um, uh, yeah, I don't remember. Know. We'll probably remember off the podcast. Yeah, yeah, that's usually how it happens. We're like, oh, that's the guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you don't think Zeke should be on this list? Why? You don't think Pollard should be on this list? Why? Because they're studs. No, let's go. They... Let's go down. Let's go back down the list. Does it go beyond ten? No, no, no. no uh, it, it goes, goes to 10. ten. All right, it goes. That's all we need. No, that's all we need. <laughs> Probably does not yeah. want to do another shot. Yeah. That's it. I mean, although Dak Fine. Prescott could probably make the list if he decided to play running back. <laughs> Friday was next up on the big board. Uh, next up on the big board, Ben, is our shot of the week. It is the drinking portion of the show. We have our shot. We have our brown of the week. We have our beer of the week. But first up, it is the shot in honor of Memorial Day. We don't have a name for the shot yet, Ben. It's it's uh, we'll, we'll come up with it. We'll definitely come up with the name of the shot. And we'll post it on our Instagram and on our Twitter. And I sent the picture to you already, Ben, so I don't have to hear any comments from you about sending <laughs> pictures, you know, your way. Well, I mean, it's... <laughs> it is <laughs> That's all, li- quite literally the least you can do. It is the least I can do, but I sent it to you. I sent you the picture already. And it is a beautiful shot. It is a Memorial Day shot. It is red, white, and blue. A little pink in color. I wanted it to come out a little bit differently, but the um, the um, the syrup that I used wasn't as syrupy. It was a little more watery. Uh, so it kind of mixed Sounds like in. like something Charles Barkley would say. It's not syrupy. <laughs> it's not syrupy. This is a terrible shot. It's a terrible, and it's not a terrible looking shot at all, actually. I'm sure... Charles Barkley would love. Beautiful he would shot. love to take a sip from and you this. You love the and vodka and you love the vanilla. It is. Liqueur. It is the. It, there is actually. There's not much to the shot. It's basically vodka, and it is the white chocolate liqueur, and it is poured into the glass. And on the edges of the glass, it was supposed to be stripes of that red sort of syrup that kind of mixed in with everything else. But it added to the sweetness. I'm sure, Ben. I don't know how much you love the sweetness. And on He's the. He's been punishing the, me ever since. Week 12 of last year. And on the rim, on the rim of... Oh, no, but once I finally get moved into my new place... Oh, I got some, uh, finally, I got some cayenne uh, kombucha in there. Once I finally move in, I am going to make that hot... That, um, that, um, that gift that you got me for my birthday with, uh, with the hot sauces. Well, you better have a couch as well as a bed. It's it's really difficult to order things these days. You know, I need somewhere to sleep. Everything is on back order. Uh, I'll get you a sleeping bag. Stop by. We'll, Sleeping bag. <laughs> you know, stop by. We'll we'll be drinking a little bit of you know Ardbeg or Lagavulin or whatever. Oh, your neighbors are gonna love me. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're gonna have we're gonna have this music playing in the background. Um, no, but uh, we have a little bit of whipped cream on there, and uh, yeah, that's, that's pretty much. I mean, it's, it's it's a very simple shot, and I came up with it on my own. Ben, I'm gonna treat your you know your condo like the honeymooners. <laughs> Huh. Yelling on the balcony. <laughs> I mean, you can yell with the rest of the people out there. You know, can... Wait, are there a lot of yellers out there? I don't know. It's 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 close to the train tracks, so I'm sure you got a lot of people out there. Oh, that's true. That's true. We could have like a full on yeah. conversation yeah, with yeah. people that are like in, walking in, by in, in the tents, just walking by, hanging out down by the tracks. But what you inspired know, this? They shot? have like the 
that pole with all their belongings stuck in there, you know, <laughs> just chasing the train down as they. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't think it's as exciting. I hear there's a lot of violence on the the life uh, on the rails. Uh, you think so? Let's give it a shot. Yeah, Let's give it a shot. I always wanted up. to. I always Let's wanted to. Up. I used to hang out down by the train tracks by the Hudson River in New York, and I always wanted to just jump on one of those trains <laughs> and just see like where see where I end up. But luckily, my brain took over, and I didn't actually yeah, do God. that. Thank God. Uh, but I could, I could see how that would be a an interesting little jaunt. Yeah, I'm, I'd probably end up in like some crowded train yard in like funny. South Philly. It's and I wouldn't like, know where the hell to go. I mean, how many people there are in the city? I have no idea. Like, I've never met one person actually. No, actually, my supervisor takes the train. She takes the train. Oh, she I know actually, a lot of people. Lot, she actually jumps I work downtown. On. A lot of people take the train. Yeah, she jumps on because this is like it's like the northern portion of the valley. And it just heads, you know, south and it goes and it takes you all the way down to, I don't even know where the fuck it goes. I think it goes to Burbank, Glendale. I don't even know. And then down towards LA. Like Wait, towards, where'd she get the train? Uh, I mean, she goes from Anaheim up north. Oh, Anaheim just comes right in the Union yeah. Station and then, and, and then, then up to, and then to the valley, right? To the valley. Well, to the valley. She, oh, to the yeah. valley, she takes the Amtrak. It's the Amtrak. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, probably not too many people jumping on the Amtrak. <laughs> well, Amtrak I mean, more, is more expensive to yeah. take it from, because you got to go to Union Station and then you get the Metro. Uh, or Metrolink, and then because that's like that's expensive mm. to get because it's a lot nicer than a regular train. Yeah, but yeah, I work downtown. I got people that take the blue line, the gold line, the red line. Yeah, I, 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 yeah a lot of people do. Yeah, but I mean, LA definitely um, doesn't use enough just not out and here. Trains. Out yeah. here, you can't because the only yeah. thing we have out here is the Metrolink, which yeah, is like much. to go downtown. It's probably three hundred bucks a month. Is it really? Yep. Damn. Well, it's cheaper than gas, I guess. Now. Yeah, but you got to drive all the way to to. <laughs> to the edge of the valley all the way up at Chatsworth. Hey, it's and not, then it's not the edge. It's well it's pretty much the, <laughs> it's pretty it's the, much. and it goes in through Seam Valley and whatever. But I mean it's like if it were like down it was like down in Woodland Hills or it like the the, the, the more congested part of the valley it would make yeah, more but sense. But then you got the bus the busway that nobody uh, takes. Yeah it <laughs> takes an hour and yeah, forty five minutes yeah, exactly. to get to downtown from here. <laughs> yeah. So yeah well, it's better, wrap little, your mind little, around uh, that New York City. A little bit better than I guess than sitting on the freeway because you sit on the freeway a lot yourself then. Uh, yeah, I remember what I told you I was at Kaiser. Well, I don't know if I told you this story, but I was at Kaiser one time waiting in the urgent care, which is where I because <laughs> you always have some fairly, stupid uh, fairly injury. Often. Like, how did you get this? And injury I did a lot of tree trimming this time, Ben. I did a lot of tree trimming. How today. did you? How did so you surprised. get a corneal <laughs> abrasion? But there was a guy that worked for the MTA in there. We were waiting, and he was so angry with me because I kept telling him that there was no way that I could get from my house to my job in downtown Los Angeles in a shorter a period of time than driving. Mm -hmm. And he worked for the MTA and he was he was like he took my phone number down, he took my email down, and he finally emailed me or uh, texted me I like 3 days later and said, "You were right. There's no way for you to get downtown in yeah, well, less time than it would take you to, to drive." Yeah, well now. And it's still the, it's, you still can't. You got to take a bus all the way to North Hollywood from North Hollywood on the on the red line all the way to Union Station and from Union Station then you take another train back up to the Civic Center. There's mm -hmm. just no way. Yeah, and well, that's an hour and 45 minutes. Now you just, you know, turn on autopilot on your car and just like, eh, drive me. Yeah. Drive me Elon Musk. <laughs> yes, drive me Dogecoin. <laughs> but Friday, we I got way too far afield there. I apologize. <laughs> yeah. So now, every, everybody knows how to get to downtown from the valley now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah. Well, you know, people New York City yeah. shows are always talking there, there, there about are people New York in, City in Iowa listening to us like what the fuck are these guys talking well, about? In Iowa, be thankful that you don't sit in traffic for <laughs> yeah, an hour and a half exactly. in the morning. Uh but what what inspired the shot? How did you come up with it? No, I, well, I wanted what I really wanted was um 
the vodka and the white chocolate liqueur just mixed together and make a sort of like just a nice white sort of uh, 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 sort of uh, liquidy, you know, whatever. Uh, <laughs> and, goodness. Uh, yeah, goodness. And I, I wanted to put, you know, stripes across the side to match the stripes on the flag and then also have a little bit of blue on the rim, but everything sort of mixed together. So it's sort of this pink concoction now. And I mean, the the, the last time I used that, uh, the uh, the icing, it was cold. I mean, it was it was it was actually it was cold from the fridge, but it was also cold outside, so it wasn't as syrupy as it is now. Right, 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 right. So now, since it is a little more syrupy, a little more liquidy, everything sort of mixed together, and it's just sort of this pink concoction instead of white with stripes with red stripes, and you know having the blue uh, sprinkles on the edge. So you know it was, it was supposed to mimic the American flag, but it's not really doing that right now. But it still looks very nice. It's still oh, it's, it's still it's very still, nice. Yeah. And it's, it's actually more of a uh, cheers. It's a Let's do the shot. First. Yeah, it's 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 let's taste it. It's I'm sure it's tasty. Oh, that's really good. That's actually a very tasty shot. Yeah, and it's more. Um, it's not overly sweet either. I mean, I thought it was gonna be too sweet because of the icing, that red icing. But um, I actually mixed it mixed in nicely. There's enough sugar in there, but there's also enough. Punch. Oh, there's sugar in there. There's enough punch there. From the vodka, which mm. last week I messed That's up good. on because oh, that was, was way there was, that was much, a lot of punch last there week. Was, there was too much vodka last week, and Ben was feeling that for days afterward. But that this was one, a lot of punch. This one, I, I I put a little bit more of the white chocolate liqueur, a little bit less vodka. You know that white chocolate liqueur is about fifteen percent alcohol. Obviously, the vodka is about forty percent alcohol, so a little bit of less vodka, more of the white chocolate liqueur, and then you got that um, the red icing in there. Add a little bit more to the sugar, and then you got the sprinkles on the rim right there. But it's ri- that was really good. The whipped cream as well. Yeah, that there. was really good. So it was a very tasty, sweet, and a, even though it didn't separate uh-huh. out all the colors. Yeah, I know. I would say it's more aspirational. It turned out to yeah. be more appropriate and aspirational. And I because, didn't get this from any website yeah. or anything. I, I had a he shot up this in time. mind. And my mistake, well, I was pretty busy today. I was kind of running around looking for place, looking for stuff for my place. And, uh, you know, I wasn't able to go to like Vaughn's or Ralph's or anything. So I stopped at our local Aldi. And Aldi, I'm sure it's great in Did Germany. You get a can of peas? I'm sure it's great in Germany and in, in, in whatever the other European countries. I'm surprised they don't countries. have like canned corn in this shot. That's, that's what I think. When I think of Aldi, I think. Might be my next thing. Canned corn. So Aldi is a pretty shitty. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I see why now. It's not something that's very popular in the U.S. because it's a very shitty supermarket where they don't have a lot, like a huge selection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, their aisles are like as wide as the 405 <laughs> and there's no reason why the aisle should be that wide and they have these huge shopping carts that are like Costco shopping carts where people are just basically buying normal size shit it's not like you know like a, and you need a large shopping cart at Costco because you're buying large yeah, once you quantities. get the toilet paper it's full exactly i mean you're buying large quantities of things but when you go to Aldi you're not really buying large quantities of things so i don't know why Apparently the aisles some people are huge are. And it's a small store too. I mean, it's like kind of it's tucked into that corner. You know that. I mean, you know which parking lot that. I mean, which like. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. You know, you know where it's, it's it's located. So it's not a very large store, but for some reason, uh, it's it's set up like it's like a Costco, but it's not anywhere near as close <laughs> to what Costco <laughs> offers. Yeah, I mean, I guess you you have to know the tricks. You have to know the tricks of what to buy at all. Yeah. Apparently, well, there are things you should buy there. Yeah, I don't you know your what brother those shops. Are. There, your brother shops. I'm sure there are good for things certain there. things. But I'm not, sure there are not good for things like fish. There, but my like my first impression walking in was like, 
what the fuck is this? <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. Like that's what I thought. Maybe everything we'd, is scattered. Maybe there'd be like some peas in here, like some frozen peas. Yeah, I mean, but the frozen <laughs> peas would probably be next to like um, I don't know. Uh, Peanut butter, motor oil. You know exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's like everything's like scattered in like the wrong place. It's like, why is this next to this? It, I mean, like, yeah, it make the, it... the bread next to the like the like the Clorox. Yeah, it, it's exactly. <laughs> it's like they're on the same shelf. Like, why are these things next to each other? Yeah. So, I, whoever is in, in charge of Aldi, I need I need to talk to you. The Germans, and usually they're yeah, much more organized. Much more organized. But yeah, this shot it was very very good, and everything blended together. What do you mean like... you that's like you do, you do not like Aldi? <laughs> what are you talking about? I don't. I'd rather go to the Tesco. Hello, my name is Klaus Aldi. <laughs> Klaus Aldi. <laughs> my name is Klaus Aldi, and my father he opened up this store very many years ago. And uh, what do you not like about my setup? It, it's uh, it, uh, also very what cheap. What do you mean you that like the bleach uh, next to the bread? But bleach uh, and bread. It is, it is utilitarian. You get what you need. Bleach and bread go, with, <laughs> go together very well. The bread is white. The bleach also white. <laughs> next to uh, each other. You have, exactly. You have black beans and also motor oil and tar. <laughs> next, you have household tar here. Next to the black beans. Uh, I mean, it made it, I, I, I walked up and down the aisles looking for what made sense. Like, I was like, okay... So if they have any sort of icing on the cake or, you know, for a cake, it, it should be, be next cake, to everything else that's in the, the baking goods or spices or something else like that. It was, it was nothing like that. And I, I just sort of gave up. And that's why I came over here a little bit later because I was moseying up and down the aisles that are like three or four lanes wide. You know, now you know for, why the, now you know why the Volkswagens aren't particularly well made. They're not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> not anymore. Actually, most German cars are shit. I mean, they're very nice once you buy them, but once uh, 40,000 40, miles in, they're not very good. You know, so. But this you, was a great shot. And, the and shot everything itself, blended together just like we should be It doing. actually, it was exactly. It wasn't terrible at all. No, it was actually much better than I expected. Uh, Where would you write this, Ben, on our Thurston Gold rating scale of shots? I'm going to give it, I'm going to give it a, I'm going to give it a nine. I, see, Tens I would, are I, only for the spicy. I would shots. give it an eight. I would give it an eight. I think um, it was it was excellent. The, the flavors give it an eight. blended. The, everything the, the whatever everything you call blended it, the, together. One part, two part, yeah, three part, I mean, whatever that is. Everything blended, blended together perfectly. very well because I used a little less vodka this time around. Um, but uh, the only reason I'm giving it an eight is because it didn't. There was no wow factor. It almost tasted very similar to some other shots that we've had in the past. This uh, one was good. But you know, I expect more from myself. I'm very hard. I was on myself. just impressed that you were able to get the, the yeah. proportions. Yeah, and I was as, as I was Not, walking as I was walking out here, very proud of my shot. Somebody poured popcorn on me, and I almost wanted to run back inside. It was like, who the fuck? Yeah, the cops were here me? for a little while. Where there was a big fist fight in the front yard. Yeah, it was crazy, man. You know, pop one of the one of the the salt. You know, a grain of salt got in front of his eye. Yeah, it, it, was, it irritated it his eye for about five minutes. So terrible situation. He, he did call nine one one about terrible. that. <laughs> And, you know, there's also going to be a news article about it yeah. on uh, NBC4 here in Los you Angeles. See that, see that Westbrook? It's not that, it's not that difficult. It's, it's, it's really not that difficult. Yeah, seeing as I served on a jury that, that revolved around Westbrook Chevrolet or Westbrook Dodge in uh, Van Nuys, California, eh, maybe know how many cars you have on your lot first before you worry about what is happening with popcorn. Uh, he runs a pretty yeah. shoddy operation. Yeah, but I was, very proud of, I was very proud of the shot because I wasn't inspired by anything but my own ideas, Ben. See, and that's the way you should do it. You should just come over here, buy a couple things, be like, yeah. how, how can I turn this into, get a cucumber and a radish, and be like, how can I turn this <laughs> but no, into I, a shot? But I have to buy multiple cucumbers. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's true. Like, 
It's like last time we made a cucumber shot, like the one that we drank like something out of, or I can't remember. I'm like, no. why did you buy four cucumbers? I bought four. It's, I, look, it's three shots. It's one garnish per look, shot. I don't want anybody at the register. Remember the peppers? You bought like four peppers. <laughs> yeah. Well, I usually buy more because people probably like wonder. Yeah, Ben doesn't care. Just put it in his refrigerator. Yeah. I, 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 well, I, I probably, <laughs> I well, I probably shouldn't buy cucumbers with condoms. <laughs> That's <laughs> one of those things where I feel like, wait. What's going on here, buddy? You know, like the yeah. The I'm not person, doing a shot out of a the person at the I don't register. Care if it's clean and the nope. person at the register might be wondering, like, what, what kind is of, happening? What here? kind of night? I'm do just you, gonna. I'm training my my small. Kind of, I'm training my teenage son on how to put a condom on. What kind of night do you have planned? <laughs> and why are you putting a condom on it? Yeah, and yeah. and what type of cucumbers are you buying? Because if you're buying the Persian cucumbers. Then you know you're not well endowed. But if you're buying the regular cucumbers, if you're buying an eggplant or the hothouse like, cucumber, yeah. If you're buying like one of those, you're like, oh damn, this guy's the English loaded. seedless cucumber. Guy it's is... like 18 inches long. <laughs> this guy's it's like no, no. You belong in Van Nuys. That's it. You you belong. You, yeah, wanna, you belong over a vivid wanna, video off the 101. You want a stretcher? That's where you belong. You want one stretcher than that. All right. Exactly. Yeah, but anyways, uh, way off topic. The magnums are over there, sir. Way off topic. <laughs> Although they, the, we have, they have the condoms that are like really long but thin, and then they have the condoms that are like girthy. All right, we're off. Yeah, yeah, okay. We're yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, Friday, what's next about a big board? Uh, that's a whole different. We podcast. lost everybody. That's a whole different podcast. I'm sure there are guys out there that are listening right now. You know, they're they're like, what what type of you know rubber should I buy? Yeah, I remember hearing that for, that term first. I still remember the first time I heard it. It's a weird, like, you ever wonder why your memory, like, like you could go through an entire year as a t- 11 year old and not remember anything, but you remember the time when you were 11, when you were someone used the word rubber and you remember that entire encounter. It's just weird how the brain works. Yeah. I, I just, I, I, it's just, yeah. Anyway, anyway, anyways, uh, let's move on here. <laughs> It's just funny. I still remember it. It's just like I don't. I couldn't tell you anything else that happened. Like between that, those three years, I couldn't even yeah, tell. Yeah, I'm sure we could have a whole podcast about. It. But anyways, let's move on, Ben. Yes. What's next up? Next up on the big board, Ben, is our brown of the week. It's our beverage of the week, and it is the Scarabus. It is the uh, the Islay's single malt Scotch whiskey, and Ben, we love the Islas, and I we can't do. wait to try this one. Me too. And unlike Franny, this. Earlier in the podcast, now I have to use the restroom. Me too. So we'll take a quick break, and we'll be right back with our Brown of the Week. All right, and we are back with our beverage of the week. It's an Isla Band and we love the Isla Scotch. Thanks to me. Thanks to you. No, it is. It is thanks to you, Ben. I still remember that day when you brought over that Ardbeg Ten, and I was wondering what the fuck was going through your mind. But uh, you know, it's it's an acquired taste. You poo pooed it once you acquire it. Once you acquire it, you don't go back. Yeah, because Franny is you a know. stubborn fuck. <laughs> Just for those of you, I out don't. There no, that... no. I'm not even close to as stubborn as you no, are. No, no, you are 
Carl. Wait. I will try new things. Yeah, no. Okay, I will okay, try okay, new okay, things. I, okay, that is true. That is true. I don't. I, if I, if I, in my mind, if I don't think I like something, then yeah, I don't like it. Yeah, in your mind, if you don't think you like something or you don't yeah, like think something is right, you will not go yeah, beyond. Well, that. that's that's the Croatian in me. All right? No, you can blame. I, I refuse to allow you to blame an entire culture <laughs> for your problem. That's the Croatian in me. <laughs> We're very stubborn people. <laughs> oh yeah, very well, stubborn. I've, I've been to Croatia, prideful people, and I've eaten a lot of things, tasted a lot. No, of no, things, no, no. But to, what, done whatever, a lot of things whatever that you won't do. What, 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 what have you tried that I haven't tried? I mean, uh, not taste wise. Any like, seafood on the planet? Oh yeah, but they like seafood. I don't. I don't like seafood to begin with. So. You you have them try something that they're not used to and see how much they like it. Uh, oh, so you're saying I need to introduce something to new, something new to them to a Croatian and yeah, see how and they like, react to it. Fuck you. Uh, well, that is true. Uh, yeah. I like. I'm going to test that out. Yeah, I'm going to test that out. Yeah, try it because so you see, are stubborn. Well, be like, like introduce, uh, did you think after about- watching like years of Formula One? See, so like you know what NASCAR where they turn left. <laughs> this is a great sport right here. See how they react to that. Well, it is a great sport. Yeah, exactly. Introduce yeah, but that. You to can't them. tell Friday. I'm introduce like, oh, did you try this first or start? Uh, yeah, but no, I'm, I'm going to no, go no, over no. this other one over here because uh-uh. that's the one that I want to go to. Exactly. I'm like Pacific Sales. Have you got? <laughs> no, no. I went to Best Buy though. Best Buy. Best I went buy? To Lowe's. Best buy, though, I'm man? not going to go to the place hey. that has the best appliances. Best buy Because is even though it's literally close to where you would... Best you know. buy Best buy has been the shit so far, all right? <sighs> yeah, you, do you want to go buy a TV with me tomorrow? No, I don't. Let's I'll go buy a TV together. I'll be on the couch tomorrow. Yeah, let's go buy a TV tomorrow together. I'll I'll go buy a couch with you on a on a Thursday evening. Not TV, it's easy. <laughs> it's, it's easy. They have one on sale right now. <laughs> where? 70 inch at Best Buy. <laughs> at Best Buy. Uh, I'll think about it, but I doubt it. I, I will I, probably I, I, be. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you will resting. not be. Hey, but Monday you're off. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so you might want to. We got the dog. Well, yeah, but usually Sunday is my day of. Maybe I'll, I'll, maybe I'll see. Ask Sonya. That's my stubbornness. I'll ask, that's I'll ask, my stubbornness. I'll ask Sonya. Sonya, I should probably see Sonya tomorrow. Uh, she might go. Yeah, I'm she sure she'll. Go. I'm sure she'll go. She'll go. Yeah. I'll go. I'll be all tired and hungover. <laughs> it won't. It won't be. It won't be pleasant for you. Yeah, you haven't seen my new place. Uh, well, I, uh, that's true. Once you get some actual furniture in there, I will be happy to come over and look at your new place. But yeah, Sundays are like my days of just sort of. Yeah, we got Monday. You could do that on Monday. Uh, Monday. I'm, well, the, uh, well, I'll tell you what we're doing on Monday. <laughs> yeah, I have plans on Monday, unfortunately. Uh, but what are we drinking tonight? Uh, tonight, Ben, we have the Isla Single Malt Scotch Whiskey. It is the Scarabus, and it is supposedly specially selected and i'm sure you have some information for us but the bottle itself is it's a beautiful little bottle this is the scarabus it's an islay single malt scotch whiskey from of course it is from hunter lang in scotland that's a beautiful bottle scarabus and islay single malt for those with a curious mind and an eye for detail a whiskey bold and honest about its origins and just a little mysterious about everything else. The brand creates a sense of mystery and discovery through the tagline, only those who seek shall find. And through the intentional ambiguous symbols incorporated on the label, the look and feel drew inspiration from the work of Isla Bourne, John Francis Campbell, who created the Sunshine Recorder, a device that tallies the hours of sunshine in a day, as well as creating a vast collection of Celtic Celtic folklore tales. Scarabus is known as a mystical area of the Isle of Islay, and the name dates back to the 13th century and translates to a rocky place in Old Norse. 
bottled at the perfect drinking strength of 46% alcohol and proudly without coloring or chill filtration. The tasting notes, Islay peat smoke and sea salt on the nose, followed by warming leather notes, stewed rhubarb, and a wonderful vanilla sweetness in the mouth, leading to a lingering finish. Friday, what say you? Um, I, I mean, I can't. It's wait. a pretty bold statement. Yeah, no, I can't. I cannot wait to try this one. Forty-six percent alcohol by volume, so it's uh, you know, it's up there. Is that for, the perfect uh, that's, that's, that's drinking? A decent amount of alcohol right there. Seems bad. I mean, I mean, the, the bottle. I'm just looking at the bottle. I'm just reading the bottle right here. And I'm just looking for some more information, but um, I mean the bottle itself. I mean with the graphics on it, whoever designed it, I mean it really stands out on the shelf, and uh, it really caught my eye. And it's not that expensive too. I mean it's, you know for for an Isla Scotch, because all of the Islas, like the Ardbeg Ten, for instance, is about 50, 60 bucks or so. Hey, it's an Ardbeg. If, if, if you go for like a Bullen, you know, sixteen, it's about seventy-five dollars. If you go for you know the Court of Reckon, it's also about you know eighty dollars. You know Balmore. Ten is also around that price range. So, if you if 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 you can get those flavors in this for thirty bucks, that's that's amazing. Let's just give it a shot, though, Ben. Let's, let's give it a sniff. let's give it a sniff first. Oh, Ooh, that's nice. Uh-huh. Got a nice peaty, nice oh, peaty. That's nice. Nose. That is nice. It really hits you. It just punches you in the nose with that first. But it's not a little bit. I almost get a pear or something in there. But it's, it's not sweetness with the stone peat. fruit. Are you getting stone fruit? I'm getting a pear. A oh, pear. That's not stone fruit. That's not stone fruit. <laughs> uh, yeah, I get like a pear or maybe an apple. I'm getting some sweetness. I'm definitely getting some sweetness on there. Um, but you get that that smoky peatiness also, that delicious smoky peatiness on there. But it's not. Yeah, I get a little sea salt, little little like it's a not pear or an apple though. along with the with You know, for 46%, you know, ABV, it's, 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 uh, you would expect a little bit of punch on the nostril, but it's very smooth. It smells smooth. And it's nice and uh, light. A light, light copper color. Yeah. Almost like an amber color. Yeah, but a lot of sweetness, actually. More so than from other Islas. You know, you, you get those those other notes, but that sweetness really comes through. Mmm, smells good. That smells really nice, Ben. It smells almost like an art bag, but sweet. Uh, I mean, the Ardbeg is a little bit smokier, I would say. This one just has a lot of sweetness to it, but it also has that nice peatiness as well. So give it a shot and see what it mm. tastes. No, it smells I'm delicious. It, it smells delicious. Oh, yeah. That's actually really good. Oh, that's nice. That is, I mean... That's the post-production right there. On the finish, you get a Ooh, nice... It's nice. Wow. There's a, there's actually a little bit of harshness, but a little bit of creaminess. You get a little bit of sweetness. sweetness. But on the front of the tongue, you get that smokiness, oh. a little bit of saltiness. A little this woodiness is, almost, I mean, like, a le- like a leathery woodness. For, for the leathery price? Woodness, like a leathery for woodiness. The, for the price, though, that is a really... I mean, it was on sale today. I was walking up and down the aisles at Total Wine. You know, looking for what we're gonna, you know, taste next next week on the show, which is gonna be a rye. But you know, I just I walked by this and it was twenty five bucks on the shelf on sale. Regular price is about thirty some dollars, and um, it is almost like a lighter. It's nice. I mean, it's almost like a lighter Lagavulin 
16 lighter as in terms of like that that yeah. uh, smokiness peatiness but you get a sweetness on the finish which is unlike other isla scotches I mean, there's a nice bit of like sweetness it. it's like smoky and then sweet on the finish which is really interesting it's smoky salty leathery i mean it lacks that sort of softness in the mouth that sort of uh complexity that that texture that you know that you get from an yeah. like a but there's a, on the back of the throat there's still a nice little bit of creaminess on the back of the throat but the flavor the only i mean the only thing I, yeah the only thing i would say about it is i mean the, the flavor is nice the, the peat is nice the smoke is it's got a sweetness it's got a leatheriness to it it's mm-hmm. got a yeah, like a pear or an apple or something in yeah, there. Yeah, be- the only thing it lacks is is. Hey, look at the it, legs on the glass. There's so many legs on there. Is the mouthfeel? The mouthfeel is yeah. is a little bit uh, light. I mean, it, it's very. Yeah, but, uh, on, but that's the only on, thing. I mean, and, and, and unless you value that, yeah, on the tip of the tongue, it is. But once it goes down, you get a nice coating on the back of the throat where you do get a bit of creaminess on the back of the throat. And just that little bit of harshness and that sweetness, you know, on top of that smokiness and that peatiness on the front end. I it mean, this gets is right a up very, in your nostrils too. Yeah, it is. It is. I mean, it's a really good offering um, for something that's not that expensive at ninety-two proof. Yeah, yeah that is very good. That, I'm, I'm actually, How much? What was this the regular price? That total wine about thirty bucks, maybe around thirty dollars or so. I can't remember the exact price, but it was somewhere on there. Yeah, not bad Does at all. Does it tell us how old it is, or it doesn't? Uh, I do think so. I'm I, sure there's a I, law about how old I it has to be to be called a single malt scotch. I but. don't think so. I, I, I would guess maybe three years. I'm not. I'm like. I'm not sure where they sourced, um, the scotch from, um, but that is good. That is right because yeah, that company much better than I expected. What did I say it was. It was. Oh, Hunter Lang. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they are. That's a big company, and I think they own a couple of the other distilleries out there mm-hmm. as well. Yeah, but I mean, it's it's. I'm I'm impressed though. I'm impressed for the price that it is and uh, the flavors that are coming through. And you know, it's it's not highly complex, but you know, the flavors that you would expect from an Isla are all there and some. I mean, it has just a little bit of I like sweetness, the saltiness too, and that that, just, that nice sweetness on the finish that sort of fruitiness that's uh, you know it's 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 um it kind of uh, surprises you a little bit because you don't expect that from uh an isla scotch yeah good interestingly complex interestingly not overly but just enough i mean this is a high quality isla for 30 bucks mm-hmm yeah, like you said, the Arbeg's about fifty. The Port Charlottes are in the sixty, seventy dollar range somewhere. Yeah, the, somewhere the good ones, there. yeah. The Ard, I mean, the the Ardbeg signature is like you said, like the Corey Vecan and the the black and the oh, the black. And there's yeah, another one. That's pretty high price. And Oa, yeah, they're up there. Those are about seventy, eighty dollars. And the the black, those that that one's like in the hundreds probably. Um, but you know this is uh, you know if, if if you don't want to spend a lot of money on an Isla, if you just want something that's sort of introductory priced, um, you know this is a very good offering from Scarbus. It's 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 uh, I mean all the flavors that you would expect from a from an Isla are there, and it's an enjoyable um, offering. And I'm not sure what else they have, um, but this this is good. Yeah, I mean, and you can really 
you know, determine whether or not, you know, after you finish the bottle, after you really give it a fair shake, you could really determine whether or not you like mm-hmm. or have a taste for the Isla Scotches for, this, uh, for yeah. a reasonable price. Exactly. Without having to spend 80 bucks or, you know, 70, 80 bucks to figure out whether or not you like mm-hmm. it, like buying a leg of a 16, which is sort of like the benchmark for Isla's, right? In sort of the normal range of price. About 75 bucks, yeah. Yeah, I mean, and that's like the, the benchmark. $45 cheaper right here. And it would have been $50 cheaper, you know, if you get on sale. If you went today. <laughs> See, shouldn't yeah. have spent all that I time in Aldi. <laughs> but no, this is really, really good. Yeah, no, this is, uh, it's it's actually way better than I expected. Much better. And I expected it to be way lighter. I did not expect it to have that peatiness. I did not expect it to have a little bit of smoke. I didn't expect it to have a little salt. I expected it to be fairly straightforward. Mm-hmm. Little smoky. Yeah, but it, peaty, it, it really hits but, you in the but mouth. More of a typical scotch with a little smoke and peat. Yeah, it, it really, That's what I it really hits you in the mouth with those Isla sort of flavors that you're accustomed to. Maybe not as much as an Ardbeg Ten does, but you know the flavors are there to sort of introduce you and and even beyond introducing you. It's like, bam, this is an Isla. It's and if you like want to go stronger than this, great. If you don't, there's other options that are a little bit weaker. In, in terms of, you know, smoky and peatiness. Yeah, I'm not sure where they, you know, where they, like you said, where they yeah. sourced it, but this almost, this almost tastes like a, like a, a really good store brand where they had the, yeah, right. The actual, this is the, the actual brand name make it for them. They just put a, a different label yeah, on I know. it. This is, I, this is a very, very fancy Kirkland Isla, <laughs> Isla Scotch. That's almost what it is. It's almost like, uh, you know, the, the Kirkland Isla. But I feel like they they sourced it well and are mm-hmm. giving us a bargain, yeah, at something that might be sitting in another bottle somewhere for a higher price. Yep, yep, I think so. What would you rate this, Ben? I'm gonna give this an eight. I was thinking the exact same thing. You know, to give it an eight, not the best Isla, but not even close to being the worst. I mean, this is a really good offering right here, and I'm sure most people would be happy with this. And uh, you know, I mean, it, it is it is fairly smooth too. I, I might even be happier with a little bit more harshness on the finish than what it's giving us. You know, uh, yeah, a little bit more bite on the just back the, on of the, the back of the throat, just a little bit more bite. But you know, they they actually did a good job making it as smooth as it is with that sweet finish, and I'm I'm, I'm very impressed by this. Wow, I'm shocked. Mm-hmm. This is the post production. Uh, yeah, but I mean, for thirty, I mean, that's again the price is not that important. Not all, the price yeah. is only what people are willing to pay or what you think you can fetch in the market. Mm-hmm. Doesn't have anything to do with the quality of it. Yeah, exactly. So an eight for me, an eight for you, Ben. <sighs> that's good. Yeah, and it's night, and it's light enough in color. It doesn't have the caramel. It doesn't have all the added coloring and and all that. So it also feels clean and natural. Mm-hmm. That's nice. It is nice. That's a good pick. Yeah. That's our pick of May. <laughs> All right. So you're at an eight. I'm at an eight. What's next up on the big board? Uh, next up on the big board, Ben, is our beer of the week from Artifacts Brewing Company. It is another sour, Ben. It's the kettle sour. Yeah. It's a stylish can. It is stylish, from man. From San Clemente, California. Yeah. I mean, they have that nice, very I mean, modern, looking. very modern label. Yeah. You know, it's sort of anti-European label. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's like it's screw nice. you and your Bavarian houses and your <laughs> interesting labels from years gone by. Yeah, they're not trying to be traditional at all with that can, but that's that's very nice. All right, we'll be right back with our beer of the week. 
All right, and we are back with our beer of the week, Ben. Another sour beer. We've tried so many the past few weeks. Last week, we did the Bug Zapper. That was good. Sour Ale, which was actually all of the sours have been very good. Uh, you know, the week before that, we tried the the Sequench Ale from um, uh, that my coworker. That was good us. as well. Yeah, that was also a very good one. And what else did we try? I'm looking at, back at so the El Ghost. Oh, the El Ghost. That not was, as good, but still pretty decent as well. That was the one that was all skunky. Yeah, the, uh, was it skunky? For me. For yeah. Me. And uh, and we go back, you know, further, you know, down. Sour, the, sour, the sour, 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 sour lane sour. right there. But, you know, we, we've really come to enjoy these sour ales, especially, uh, you know, with the summer months around the corners are very refreshing beers. And uh, this one is from Artifacts. And, uh, Ben, I'm sure you have some information for us on this beer or on the brewery. I do. They don't have a lot of information about their beers, mm-hmm. but this is a brewery, Artifacts Brewing Company out of San Clemente, California, where everybody hangs 10. Well, Artifacts is a... Cr- that's some nice wood paneling. That they oh, have right beautiful. There, you know? we might want to put some of that up, Ben. You might want to help me put some of that yeah, up. Yeah, get the barn wood. Exactly. We'll cut it. We'll strip it down. Mm-hmm. We'll rip it on the table saw. Artifacts is a craft brewery located in the beautiful beach town of San Clemente. Their beer is a labor of love, and they want to share it with you. Come join them in one of their tasting rooms or ask for it at your favorite bar or restaurant. Uh, Their locations are down in San Clemente. Uh, Searching on their website, they have uh, all they list for this particular beer is that it's an orange sour ale. And then it's 5% alcohol by volume. Not much more than that, huh? And even if you look at the reviews, they all essentially are just... This is the beer. These are our <laughs> reviews, and I don't want to read like some random uh, review. Yeah, bro. But if you can see that, you see the, you, you so see the, you see the head brewmaster here. It, he, this is the typical San Clemente, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like attitude with it's, the beanie. It's Eighty on. degrees out. He's got the beanie and the long and he's hair. He's doing that catch, like that. What is it? That that sort of uh, like the, the gesture, the, like the yeah, the, the index the, finger the, and the pinky are out. Catch, Catch, 12, catch a wave, catch, catch something like that. Yeah, I don't even know. Oh, what is that? Catch with your hang with your, ten, hang ten. That's what it is. I'm like, what the fuck? I don't, I'm not a surfer. You can catch tell. ten, catch ten. Did you, you know. catch ten today, dude? Bro. Dude, dude, dude no, you bro. can't catch bro. ten. Use a condom. I didn't hey, catch anything. Hey, ten, bro. <laughs> would, what are you catching? I would defront, are I would you de- going fishing or are you going surfing, bro? I would front it to get the cucumbers. I didn't catch anything. <laughs> <laughs> we got cucumbers, condoms. I didn't catch <laughs> ten or anything else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah i'm very safe with my cucumbers <laughs> you know you know you got vitamin c in there you got h2o in there all right but what yeah. made you pick this uh, particular I'm, beer I'm, from san clemente well the, they have a beautiful brewery i mean, I I, mean the, I, the website is a little lacking but the can uh really caught my eye i mean the, the can itself is it's it's just this very beautiful this modern is like sort you're right this is like the ikea can <laughs> version is, of beer this is like if i could you know this is like if i could buy furniture that looked like this can i would definitely do it <laughs> but yes I've been able looks to find are it. more important than comfort <laughs> but uh and i'm true. like is that that's couch true. ugly <laughs> no but is it comfortable also no <laughs> i don't care if it's ugly <laughs> if it's comfortable but uh yeah i mean that, I, I was actually looking for another sour you know beer i mean you know seeing how the summer months are well they're here already it was about 80 degrees today right now it's a little chillier outside at 57. the table seven yeah because ben we record this podcast outdoors where football should be played and podcasts should be recorded exactly and, not uh, inside aaron Rodgers yeah, in vegas yeah exactly and um it's it's uh you know it's a little chilly outside but i mean it, 
I expect drinking this beer outdoors by the pool. It'd be perfect. Oh, yeah. Just like the last few sours that we've tried. And so I wanted to grab something like that off the shelf again. There's so many more now um, than there were just, uh, you know, just a few months ago at Total Wine. So these these beers are, uh, they're, 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 I don't know if they're making a comeback. Were they ever a thing? I have no idea. But right now, it seems like they're popular. Yeah. I don't remember tasting sours when I was a kid, but I'm sure they existed. Yeah, we were in New York. In Europe and other places, I'm sure they had sour beers or, you know, along with the Rattlers. Yeah. But this, it's it, no Labatt. It's no Labatt Blue. <laughs> you know. But this is Labatt what's that, Blue. What's that green one? Uh, Genesee. Genesee. It's no Genesee. It's definitely <laughs> going to be better than Genesee. Not that Genesee isn't a quality beer. No, of course not. No, no. You want to no. give it? A they don't s- make those in large quantities <laughs> at all. <laughs> give, it, give it a sniff. <laughs> yeah. Well, cheers to you, Ben. Let's give it a sniff. And there was absolutely no head when I poured this. There was almost no head whatsoever. But I love the hazy yellow color. It's almost like a almost like a, a lemonade sort of color with a little bit of haziness to it. Oh, for sure. Oh yeah, you can you can definitely smell the sourness in there. It's dank, not dank, bro, but it's sour, bro. I smell sour. I smell it's a little bitter, a little bit, dank, a little bit of bitterness, brah. I smell fruit. I smell sort of a citrus, <clears throat> but I don't get an ale smell or a no a beery smell at all. But it smells refreshing. It definitely smells refreshing. Cheers, do it. There's literally no carbonation at all in just a there, little bit. There is like I, I don't get I mean the beer I would be it'd be a I great get, I beer. I get almost no carbonation. It'd be a great beer if there was some pinch going down the throat, but there's none whatsoever. There is just a pinch, but it's, a little it's citrus, bit. not carbonation. But it, it is citrus. There is uh some sourness to it too. Uh, I mean, it's, a, it's there's a nice flavor there, but it does a definitely beautiful flavor. It does definitely lack the carbonation. There's not enough carbonation um, for this beer. I mean, it's it's almost like it's 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 too soft when it goes down. I mean, it's got that nice sourness. It's almost champagne. that almost takes the place of the of the carbonation. But I mean, it's, it has like a little bit of champagneiness to it, but there's there's no bubbles with the champagne. I mean, you I wonder, can see a few bubbles coming up. Like if you look at it in the light, <laughs> if you look really closely under a microscope, you could see bubbles. Yeah, but I there. can see the bubbles coming up through the light. Like if you, I mean, there are bubbles. I mean, there's carbonation, but there's just not enough carbonation. But it doesn't mean it's not a good beer. It's actually the flavors are really good. I mean, it does have it's, a nice bit really of sourness. Tight. It's tight. as a, like uh, a, that almost like a citrusy lime to it. Um, I just wish it had more carbonation. The, the the crispness is not there because of the carbonation not being there. It's absent. I would want a little bit more crispness. Mm-hmm. I would want a little bit more crispness. Definitely, I agree with myself. <laughs> hmm. I like. I mean, the 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 lack of carbonation isn't bothering me as much as I thought it would. I mean, it's a refreshing beer because it's so crisp with the flavor. It's it is refreshing. It is sour. It ha- it makes you kind of pop your lips together. But I mean, it's the flavor's it's, nice. I mean, the flavor's actually really. I don't get the I orange. Still want as much as that carbonation. I don't get as much orange as you would think from the name of it. On the front of the tongue, there is carbonation, but once it goes down, it's almost completely gone. Like it's. 
like you would expect more to be there. Like once you first that that first intake, that first sip, you like there's carbonation. Like intake? No, no like well, try it. Try it. Like, I'm gonna uh, intake. Like right, right. I'm gonna the, intake this beer. <laughs> I'm intaking it. You're not outtaking it. <laughs> I'm not. I'm, I'm ingesting it, intaking it. It's in. You're, 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 it's an intake. I feel like I'm doing drugs. It's now. a valve. It's an intake I'm valve on the intake. Your your esophagus is a valve. It's an intake. All right. See, like on the front of the tongue, it feels like there should be a more. Like it kind of pinches and then it almost disappears once it gets to the back of your throat. And then you know, it's, it's still a nice sourness, a nice bit of citrusiness to it, but it's not. The for bubbles me, are just like creeping it's just not up there. from the bottom, just a little bit. It's like struggling. It's like, I'm, I, I'm there. I swear, I'm there. It's almost like they're suffocating its own carbonation. Mm-hmm. But none of the sours have been that carbonated. No, but more so than this. Yeah, I like it though. I like it. I mean, the flavors are really, really nice in this one. I, 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 every single sour beer that we've tried, especially in you know, if this was, there was in the that middle skunky of, one, if it was in the middle of winter, maybe we wouldn't enjoy it. Like that sour monkey was also fucking delicious. But if it was in the middle of winter, we might not like it at forty degrees or thirty degrees outside. Maybe, oh, it's never been to thirty degrees, but forty degrees. Yeah, we've had thirty. We've had, we've been in the thirties yeah, out here, especially two thousand eighteen. We've had some frost on 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 the top of our heads. Yeah, but um. You know, Didn't it's, it's a warmer year, night, and we enjoy this more. But on a colder night, I don't think we would be singing its praises. I'm gonna finish that. Where's that? Yeah, where's right that? Here. Where's that? It's a large. Where's it's that? a large can too. It's a pint. That's probably a pint right there. Well, I don't know. In, what is that? 16, in metric, tell me sixteen ounces. Whatever sixteen ounces is in uh, <laughs> metric system. It's a pint. They drink. They, they drink pints. Oh, look! 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 There's a little look. bit of bubbles. There's some bubbles there. There's some bubbles. Oh, they disappeared. They're gone. They've evaporated. They've evaporated. I, I like it. <laughs> he likes it. I, I li- Mikey, he likes <laughs> it. No, I like it. I think it's good. I think it's a quality you, sour. I think it's a. It's got enough carbonation. Where would you rate this? To wet your whistle along with the, yeah, the citrus. No. I'm going to give it no, a I mean, nine. As far as refreshing, no, I wouldn't give it that high. I'm, I'm going to give it a nine. <laughs> I would say a seven. A it's seven the flavor because the in flavor is really good. The flavor itself is, it's a delicious beer. I just wish it had a little bit more carbonation. If somehow they could have added just a little bit more, maybe it was sitting on the shelf because there was, there was some dust on top of this beer and it was like one on one of the lower shelves that i grabbed it from so maybe it was sitting there for a longer time maybe fresh from the brewery there's more carbonation but the way it is right now it's not there i wouldn't say that yeah i would i i think this is a really really good quality beer mm-hmm. i do well, you give it a nine. So He's it looking be. at me like I'm full of shit. It better, it better be for a nine rating. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, it's got the flavor. Yeah, it's got the color. The color's beautiful. It's got the nose. I love the haziness. It's got the pinch. It's got yeah, the. There's not that much pinch to it. Well, in the, the flavor is like it's got a pinch. Yeah, well, on you, the front you of your very sensitive throat tongue. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I, I don't buy as large a cucumber as Franny does. Yeah, no, but the, I, I, I just <laughs> egg, eggplant. But these are, I mean, it's, it's, this might be the best sour we've had so far. No, it's not even close. To me. To okay, me. Okay. Okay. To me it is. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't agree with your rating. You're lying. You're a liar. There's another can right here, by the way. 
But look, I mean, you could just take a nice, look at this. I mean, you could drink the whole thing down. I mean, you pound it, pound it right now, Ben. Pound that right now. Just drink it all the way down. Chug, 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 chug. Oh, is it? Uh, it's almost there. You can't even finish it. There. Okay. All right. All right. Just a little bit more and it's gone. It is gone. If you do that, you get the carbonation. Yeah. <laughs> is there more in the can? Yeah. Well, there's more in this can too. So uh, let's put let's throw this one in the cooler. You can chill this one in the meantime, and you can have it post production. Well, look at that. Now you got some. Yeah. Hand. Now you but you poured it like you know it, intentionally to get yeah, it. exactly. You poured it from like Whew, a meter. It, it, you poured you, it from a meter above the glass. But when you when you pound it like that. You really get yeah. the flavor, uh-huh. and you get the so. In order to get the full flavor from this beer, you have to pound it directly, like the entire can. It's San Clemente. <laughs> I mean, that's how they drink in San Clemente. That's how we do it. Yeah, hang ten, bro. Catch uh, ten. <laughs> well, I mean, Cody's mom. She only had the Budweiser in the fridge, yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. Cody's mom. You remember with the Land Rover, the white white Land Rover with the red interior? Yeah, yeah bro. brought the artifacts. And yeah, she was like, I mean, dude, she's like she's fifty six, bro. Bro, she looks like she's like thirty six, bro. bro. She never works. She yeah. just exercises. Did you notice her hair? Like, I think she got like a new hairstyle or something. Like, yeah, it's yeah. like it's like a mix. It's like a. Friends meets like the Midwest she got, Bob. She got the balayage. The balayage. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the new thing. But I don't even know what a balayage it's, is. It's like a faded, uh, like hair dye or something. I don't even know what the fuck it is. You know, it's it's like they just apply a different name to whatever hairstyle, and it's like women are all crazy about it. As long as the gray is out. Is the gray out? Not for men, I guess. Because that happened you know. like in. Well, you're not graying, right, man. Right. I mean, you're not, you're not graying at all. I mean, right. like your your hair is getting darker as you age. Yeah, it's exactly. Like, you were you were you were gray when you were ten, and then as you've gotten old, like Benjamin <laughs> Button, be, like, it's gonna be got, like Tom Selleck like, when I'm eighty. Your your hairline is not receding. It's getting closer to your eyebrows. Actually, you have there's like no distance between your eyebrows and. <laughs> I wish. The t- no. Hey, I was born with like a five head. All right. <laughs> so Yeah, your forehead's yeah. actually uh, It's a five head. It's a five head, yes. It hasn't it's receded. Not small. It's just it's it's remained the same ever since I was born. It's like, is it a boy? We don't know yet. His head hasn't come out of wherever it's coming out of. It's like it's it's still head. It's more head. His, his forehead's still coming out and it's a boy. <laughs> it's a boy. Eventually, <laughs> well, it went from forehead. I feel like the doc- maybe the doctor just pulled you yeah, out by the top of your head. Maybe it was like forehead, forehead, penis. All right, it's like the forceps there's, normally go like around the no, face, and you just like latched onto your temples. There's no and chest. Just there's no chest. There's no stomach. It just, it just went from forehead to penis, and it was like there he is. It's a boy. He's like, let me just stretch this. Can I stretch? Let me let me just stretch from the temples out up a little bit more. He's, he's, finally, just, he's like, he finally came out. Like, like my mom was in labor for ten hours. <laughs> like it was forehead for about you know nine hours and fifty nine minutes until like okay. It's a your boy. dad's like he's there, but it's all it's but it's like Patrick Swayze and Demi Moore are like, and he's just pull. He's like, and he's like pulling on the. He's like, like the, pulling on Fronty's head. If anybody, as, as, if as, anybody watches Demi Moore, is like. Making his head. If he's anybody, like, the forehead's not big enough. Let me pull if, it up. If anybody, Let me pull it up. If anybody watched I Love Lucy, it's like that one episode where they made bread and like the bread popped out of the oven. It was like this long chunk of bread, and she got pushed into like from the oven into like the sink, and it was just like that long piece of bread. That was like my forehead, just like pushed. Just keeps coming. Like the doctor was like, 
it was like a 20 foot delivery room and it was like 19 feet was for my forehead. And then finally we figured out it was a boy. <laughs> I can just see your mother at home with your, like, she's like trying to push it back. She's like pushing it. She's like Maybe in your crib. If we massage it back enough, it might, it might get a little bit smaller. <laughs> she's like, got like a, got like a two by four under his chin and like another two by four in his head. And she's like <laughs> clamping it down in his crib. Your father comes in. What the fuck are you doing? She's I'm like, trying it, she's I'm like, trying to make it the forehead. She's like, not a five head. It's a, yeah. But if, if anybody looks at our Twitter, Instagram, you'll know what we're talking about. But it's, <laughs> it's like, but this is, you know, yeah, but it's, it's good. I have a sense of humor about it. <laughs> well, I mean, we all have our, you know, like my my shoulders are slumpy, and every, like everybody has like the thing that they're that they don't like about about themselves. Like I can't grow a full beard, for example. Yeah, you can. Uh, almost, almost. I mean, you just comb it over in those bald spots. <laughs> comb, comb it over. Uh, but this, I mean, this is oh oh the gray hair. Yeah, that's what I was talking yeah. about. <laughs> I'm glad that's gone. Like like it, like right before the pandemic, there were a lot of women that were like dyeing their hair. Stop making fun of his huge like, forehead. That's dark gray. <laughs> and I was like, you're 20. Yeah. yeah why is your yeah, hair gray? Why are you trying to do with go with the silver? I don't understand. And like it, yeah. the silver hair, and like I, I saw it, and that's the one thing I like about leaving the valley. That's the one thing I miss about going to work is at least I knew what what trends were. Like, is if if you're in a San Fernando Valley. You have no idea what the fucking trends are there because are trends. they don't find trends. their way out here. Uh, but at least if you go into the city, you're like, okay, well, here's oh, it's what's not that happening. Bad. It's not that bad. <laughs> but here, well, but it, the trends, they're here, just not as noticeable. Like you don't pick up on it. I know the balayage. Okay, what are the? But I don't know what is. a balayage is. Well, it's 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 what women are doing these days with their hair and the fade and whatever dye they put in their hair i mean it's, it's like basically from going from like dark on top into like a lighter color on the bottom it's it's almost like a fade so it's like, like an it's ombre like, but it's, a reverse it's pretty ombre? Much, it's pretty much like yeah pretty much yeah that's that's pretty much what it is i guess that's what, I, I like that's what it, if that's what an ombre was yeah that's why i like me to do it i'm just like give me number one here fade and up you know, top well the great thing is ben we've <laughs> and, been cutting our it. own hair We've been cutting, yeah. I, I have fun now cutting my own hair uh, ever since the whole like COVID thing started. Like I, 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 you know, I get into the bathroom and I start trying to give myself like the best fade possible. I might never go to the barber again. Yeah, I might never again. I, I just love cutting my own hair now. I'm just like, well, I could do this. I, I don't have to tip The anybody. back is hard. Not that I ever wasted a I need a, a bigger money. mirror for the back. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the back is a little more difficult, but you know. Who, who looks at the back of your head? <laughs> everybody <laughs> have a mullet. Everybody walking mullet. behind you. Whatever. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> but if I had a bigger, I think I just need a bigger mirror to hold behind my head. Maybe maybe mullets are coming back. I think mullets are uh, going to come back. No, mullets will never come back. Yeah, I think so. No, you can't ban mullets. Ronnie, like two weeks ago, he wanted to ban mullets. Yeah, I know, but let's do it. And he was making fun of like the United States for skinny jeans. No, not the United States. I mean, I'm 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 just disappointed that it made its way across the pond over here where now but over there it's like a thousand times oh, oh, worse it's way worse it is way worse i mean the guys are wearing skinny jeans like women wear skinny jeans it's like i don't care to see your thighs it, it, it just just wear slightly baggier jeans i mean it could be tight but don't go like full spandex yeah i mean and they're so tight they're like, like and the ankles are like there's no space at all between the ankles and whatever it's whatever the pants are made of. Yeah, and then the socks, and you got to worry about what socks to wear. Yeah, you know. I don't want to worry about socks. Yeah. I'm a grown man. No socks. No. no socks were a thing for a while. Or like ankle socks were like, they were like, oh, really, no really, socks really, really, in the 80s were really, in. really, really. I used really to wear low. shoes with no socks. 
like wicker uh, shoes like shoes with like a weave <laughs> like the top look like wicker like a sandal mm, with a like cardigan be, that seems like with very, no socks seems like that would be very itchy ben uh, i don't know if i'd be able to do that like you know <sighs> oh this beer is empty well this one we'll throw this one in the cooler <sighs> that's actually really really good mm-hmm. all right i guess that's it nine for you seven for me all right <laughs> i'm gonna go cut my hair <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna have one more beer and then cut my hair and see how that works out for me. And then go buy might be a good look. <laughs> then go buy a television with Friday tomorrow. And you will uh, not. <laughs> I might. I might. I, I doubt might. it. I highly doubt you will. Well, I mean, I, I I I was thinking about that and I was like, you know what? I just made fun of him for being stubborn, and I was just like, no, this is my fucking Sunday well, routine. We also made fun of my huge forehead, but <laughs> that was... Is, uh... I was like, this is my Sunday routine, and now you're fucking with my <laughs> Sunday routine, which is like the literal thing that I just made fun of him for. So that... We'll see what happens tomorrow. <laughs> so that was like, you know what? I'm being a hypocrite. <laughs> but next up on the big board, Ben, is our housekeeping to finish up the show. Yes, Franny. We are a show. Thirst and Goal Podcast. A show about football, fun, friends, whiskey, and beer reviews. Please head to our website. Our website. website. <laughs> now, now batting. <laughs> For the website. <laughs> For the website. Is. Out of the Dominican Republic. <laughs> Pedro Martinez pitching. Please head to our website at thirstygold.buzzbrow.com. From there, you can subscribe and listen to all of our past episodes. You can check out our show notes and get links to all the stories that we cover and all of the browns and the beers that we review. You get links to all the podcatchers in the universe, Pocket Cast, CastBox, CastBox, Spotify, and the rest. And download and leave a review. How many stars, Franny? Five stars, Ben. Six Just if possible. Crush it. Bash it. Throw it up against the wall. Get your iPhone XR. What is it? Oh, sorry. 10R, apparently. Wait, the... Well, I the thought Apple? it was an XR, but they're like, no, it's a 10R. No, that was like two years ago, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but now it's the 12. Is it a 12R? <laughs> yeah. The 12 Pro. 12 Pro. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when the Samsung is... I'm not even sure what the Samsung is now. Oh, I got to get it. It's a Note They probably want to try to... Yeah, yeah they're, they're, they're in the 20s. Yeah, they want to try to like one-up the Apple phones. Well, of course. Well, it's the Samsung. Close. It's already close. The day it releases, it's already better than the Apple. Uh, you can email us at podcastthirstygoal at gmail.com. You can call us at the number listed in the show notes and follow us on my amazing Twitter account mm-hmm. at Goal Thirst. It is. And on Franny's world changing tw- uh, Instagram account at Thirst And. Check out all our photography and the rest. Franny, anything else to add before we? finish up the show as i butchered my way through that nothing else to add ben except for uh thank you so very much for listening and happy memorial day weekend to all of the listeners out there yes exactly thank you all we'll see you next week